Welcome back to another episode of the Perspectives Podcast. We are your hosts. My name is Liddy Bro Flacco. This is Holden Stefan Roy. Say hi, Holden. Hi, Holden. And we are back with a special episode, a special guest, a super legend. Super legend. In the culture, somebody who's uh, moved the needle very drastically. Uh, Brooklyn legend, boot camp click general, uh, man, somebody who I grew up uh, hearing on the radio and absolutely <laughs> idolizing as a kid, right? Like, just like, yo, what? General Steele. Yo, yo, it's a big blessing. What I, <laughs> what I will say is that. Thank you for that, that intro. You know what I'm saying? Salute to everybody out there. You know what I mean? Um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers, all the beautiful mothers, even the deadbeat moms, where I get love too. Everybody need love every now and then. But it's good to see you, brothers, and it's good to be here on this platform. Man. Thank you so much for giving mm-hmm. us your time, blessing us with your time. We know that it's very important. Um. Word, yo. We're going to get started like we always do. So, um, me and Holden, our origin story, because these are origin stories. That's why right. we call it perspectives. Right. So, we do origin stories. So, like, our origin story is I do music, right? And uh, uh, I had the bro who's an engineer in the group, but I didn't want him to be engineering the project, right? I want him to focus on rapping and nothing else. He could have produced it. He could have engineered the whole thing. I didn't let him do it. I was like, sit back. We're going to go outside the house for the production. We're going to go outside the house for the mix, right? So you know how crucial that is with, with another engineer, how they're going to nitpick at that, right? So we did that, and we got our homer, Merky, our homie, my homie, Merka Miyagi from Montreal to the mix Miyagi. it down. Montreal, what up? And he is friends with Holden. He is, I tell people, he might as well have been in New Yorker because he's one of those engineers that doesn't promote everybody who he engineers for. He only promotes, of course, the shit that he likes and fucks with. And so he was promoting our shit. Holden saw him promoting it and was like, wait, you don't ever promote nobody, bro. Let me check this out real quick. He checked it out, fucked with it, and then he did an album review that was the most thorough album review I've ever seen or ever had happen. And I was like, nah, I fuck with somebody this thorough. Let me introduce you to some of my friends and let's do some interviews together. And wow. we're history. 70 something. We don't know the exact number, but it's above 75. Above 75. We've yeah. done more than 75 that's episodes. That, that, we, we've so interviewed dope. some really amazing people with amazing stories that have done nothing but bless us with knowledge and wisdom, right? Because that's what this is all about. And the knowledge and wisdom of your journey growing up, because 
everybody's journey growing up is right like a little bit different and whatnot. And nobody got the same story growing yeah, exactly. up. Yeah, exactly. It's like a no fingerprint. Everybody's mm -hmm. stuff is so distinct. Even when you grow up mm -hmm. on the same block as somebody with what would be deemed like the same story in society's eyes, wildly different. Wildly different. So we like to open up with basic general questions, right? Yeah. So where are you from, General Steele, and where are your parents from? Oh, man. I'm from Brownsville. I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn, not Brownsville, Texas. Let's <laughs> be clear. Wait, there's a Brownsville, Texas? There's a Brownsville, Texas. <laughs> Yo, that always bugs me out when I go other places, other states in America, and they got like places that are like New yeah. York City Avenue. Thorough. Salute to Brownsville, Texas. By I'm the pretty way. sure they kill it out there. They have amazing But stuff. I'm from Brownsville, Brooklyn. Right. I'm from the place where you stand in a block and you could do a 360 uh twirl and it's projects all around you. Right. You know, it's Brownsville projects, it's Sethville projects, it's Lathan Hills, it's Van Dyke, it's Tilden, you know, uh Howard. Uh that's where I'm from. Okay. Um yeah, I'm from Sethville Projects though. And my parents, my mom is is is, is southern. My father's a mutt. My father pretty much like what's crazy is, you know, like my father has uh, West Indian ties, but he never knew his father. Right. You know what I mean, and that story is ancient. So you know? he he was from West Indies, but he wasn't really tied to it because the parent that came from there was a Rolling Stone. Was a Rolling Stone. You know. Well, my pops was a was, was, was a king. He wore he wore a crown and he stuck around. Yeah, but I, unfortunately, you know that that part of the history I can't even speak to. Work, you know, and um, but nonetheless, the bloodline is there. Yeah, the bloodline is there. And I mean, we we all come from the origin, anyway. right. original man. We go from all Asiatic backgrounds. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you start doing all of the. Without going to uh, whatever that dot com is and seeing uh, ancestry.com, yeah, I ain't gonna even plug that just yet. Yeah, I was just on the phone with my I don't family. Even know. Salute to my family, salute to the Jackson family, Kim Jackson, my auntie, uh, Sharon. Uh, man, um, we were just on a, on, a, on a Zoom call and we were talking about the importance of everybody taking that test of the DNA for the family tree. Right. Mm. And um, you know, I'm from Brownsville. We like me. First of all, we ain't taking no tests. <laughs> you lucky if you got us on camera. <laughs> we like, yo, who's that? What? Who's your bruh? Who's taking pictures of me? You know? Who's taking video? Right. What are so, we doing here? <laughs> but you know, as I'm listening to what they're saying, you know, as we get in there, we like, okay, we become the patriarchs and the matriarchs of the family. Yes, we become the elder group. We become the OGs. We become the grown-ups. So we like, yo, nobody told me this. Okay, <laughs> so now if you what have you learned? Do you do anything different? Right. Yeah. Right. So it's like it's great. Like when you have these type of platforms where you can be like, all right, how did you guys meet? Origin stories? That's dope. super crazy. <laughs> we don't fire. we don't we don't uh coming from New York, I try to explain to them. So one time poison pen the bro, right? Uh, he family. comes on the show, 
and at the beginning part yeah. of the show, he was really on camera mostly, and I was trying to play the back. So you gotta sit next to him and do that. Well, well we were doing it on Zoom. So the, this on in Zoom person call. thing is really new. Like, yeah, this it's might really be, new. Really. This yeah. might be our fifth or sixth interview that so, we've done. So you were just banging life. during COVID. During COVID. Yeah, that's what we looked Early up. on. Early we on. started this. Um, yeah, go on. Before the Zoom craze really came, yeah, and a lot of the homies they would they would sit, but they were doing it off the strength of me, right? And so the natural New Yorker comes out of them. I don't know him though. I don't know him though. So the uncomfortability is very like real right, quick, right, right. You don't like, want that. Oh, where You're I'm like, from? I'm trying to tell you this from New man. York. Right, I'm from New York. It's, it, 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 because, because our well, where we come from, that, that no, where we come, so from, where we come from, crazy, we're used bro. to, we're used to not, we're not supposed to. It, you asking questions like that? You're not who talking are you? Too much who are to you? Why guy. are you asking these questions? Who where man is that? <laughs> but but as I become older, it's mine, right? Yeah. As I become older, I also start realizing how much it matters. We still, we still filming. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm we sorry. You got me no, hyped, bro. You're good. You're good. No, so oh, general scale, if you're excited enough to stand up, we're in a good place. Yeah, we're in a good place. <laughs> but, you know, so I can finish the point, right, and, yes. and give you platform speed. Please, what please. I'm really just trying to say is, like, we come from these places where we're not used to really talking about this. It's like, what? That's too many. And most interviews, right? In, in this culture, which is why what I enjoyed with his interview of me was he talked about, he talked about, where like, listen, I get tired, I come from battle rap, right? So, dealing with Poison Pen, you already know what time it is. Shouts out to Team Mommy. Mommy. You know what I mean? Shouts out to the family. Shouts out. Rest in peace, PH. Um, rest in peace, Rob De Niro. Rest in peace, Majesty. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Rest in peace Woo. to all the kings. Rest in peace to every vice versus to everybody that we've lost, yo. But, you know, um, the thing is that we come from this place where we don't really talk about that. But as I lose more brothers and as I get older and, like you said, we become the patriarchs and matriarchs of our clan, it behooves us to document ourselves with ourselves, with those that know each other, right, and understand where we come from. And also, so for our families, you know what I mean? It's sacred. Yeah, Man. every our experiences are sacred. Yeah, like everything that we've done, everything that we've been through, like that's why we got these fabulous, corny ass one lines. Like, yo, you had to be there. Facts, right? <laughs> Everybody want to tell a story, but you like, yo, you had to be there. Like, son, right? Like, you really want to be like, yo, son, you know who's there? Remember the time we Right. You know what I'm saying? Whereas, and and then everybody who was there, the immediate. Uh, uh, that's where our brotherhoods get formed the most. In those, in the, in the, that's in the war moments, in the good moments that we share together. And that's why, like, a lot of, like, just speaking for, like, boot camp, for example, like, this is where our, our first fan base was our neighborhood. Absolutely. You know, our blocks. Like, I'm from Seth Flo. Sean Price is from Brownsville Projects. Right. My grandmother is in Brownsville Projects. Which means I was in Brownsville Projects too. Right. And like Rock is his family is from uh uh Van Dyke. Rock is from, from Albany. Rock is from Crown Heights. Like right. right. FAP. Right. Like and 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 Coney Allen and Bushwick. Right. Bushwick Project. Right. So, you know, salute to the that's family though. This, this is, is not no you got like yo, you got you you have 
friends in these places that's going, yo, where my man just got put on to woo We rock with these cats over here on that side of town. Right. Like, you don't even know. But like, yeah, when you fast forward, it's it's, it's wild different to look at now. Right. So you can start at the origin story. I think that's beautiful because you get to kind of like look at the basics. The, and then there's one, there's one more element. When two New Yorkers talk, Non-stop. There's too much nah mean going on. Nah mean. Nah mean. You heard. Your problem is the rest of the world does not nah nah mean. That's why I like teaming up with Holden because he brings me back, right? Hold on, yo, he's like, yo, explain the nah mean part to us because he understands (laughs) that there's a lot of nah mean. There's a lot of context in that nah mean that gets lost amongst New Yorkers with the rest of the world. Because That's they don't know, they don't not mean. In 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 now they not mean right because real recognize real and there's nice. real everywhere you go. Their version is a, but it's right. just What's different in Germany or it's a, uh, a, a. a no definitely a. I was literally is. talking shit about yeah. being in the car with them and them a. So right. that's like it's like you know. Like everybody has like this, this, yes. like this little quirky version of. But in the south, it, in the south, is you filming, right? Like especially, especially dependable, dependable. If you start hearing certain words, you'd be like, "Yo, uh, you gotta be careful, right? right, right. You gotta make sure, like, you standing next to the right person, the right people, and like, uh, you know." Yeah. Mm. But with all that, like, like, just remembering that the whole world watching, they don't all know that. Little yeah. New York nuances, which the more I come to your beautiful city, the more I come to appreciate right. them, and it's, it's really cool to see it. But like y'all be talking about like all these projects, like okay, they're there, they're there. Like y'all are picturing it, and I'm like, okay, where's the Google Maps at? Maybe I can maybe spatially orient this. Yeah, that's that. the way and most I, you know, people. Like, are, I would imagine like, do it. You know that it's it's like I can appreciate all over, but yeah, you, it's, it's not you, as clear. You, What's great is that you can Google map that. And you can, right now, you can look and go, okay, what does Queensbridge Projects look like? And then when right. you Google maps that, you were going to go, oh my You'll gosh. You'll see the actual projects. Then you were going to, then you're going to think about all of the cats who came from Queensbridge and you're going to be like, wow, they lived here. And then Google maps Rikers Island. Right. Or Google maps Clinton facilities right. or Google map Attica. Right. Oh, and then go back to, you know, yeah. in due time in history, forget about all of the, I mean, mostly this is, yeah, American stuff. Yeah. But when you look at the setup, the, 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 the construction, you know, the architecture, you know, it, it's, it's horrible. It's great. But it's horrible. Oh, our shit was right. built for a certain way. It was built for a certain, certain way. way. The great deal. Google yeah. the great yeah, the deal. The great deal. Right? The great deal. Absolutely. So when you start going into this whole thing, America had a plan for Americans and whoever comes in. So we talk about gentrification. Gentrification was already happening from the happening, beginning. But it was called something it's else. It was different. Right. It was different. So when you see the, the structure of how people are living, like at some point I'm thinking I'm living in poverty. But I'm stacked up. I'm on the 14th floor. Right. So I got people under me. Like, I'm, I'm, I know all the families. So I got mad friends. Right. And that's not even, I ain't even go to school yet. Like, that, you ain't even go to school. That's just, I ain't a, the, that's block. just the building. That's just the building. The building you're that's born the, into. 
one building. At least a thousand people now in I the got, building. I gotta just add one thing. So, like, here's the thing. You can Google Maps it, and I have, in fact, before I came to New York City, Google Maps, Queensbridge. Of exactly. Of course, of course <laughs> I did. I would expect no less from Hove. But then you come here and you look at the size of these buildings. The now, size and the scope is Montreal, different in person. And so the only buildings as big as some of these project buildings are purely commercial. I don't never seen a residential building. And then when you look at the projects and these buildings next to each other with the courtyards in the middle and you're like, you just start counting how many fucking floors are. And you're like, bro, there's like in each building right. more people than possible. Like your one projects might be as big as my neighborhood. Right, right, right. In terms of population, and that's the thing that Google Maps doesn't convey. Like you almost have to see it that's to a fact. believe You're it. Right. In, yeah. in, in the census, it's not going to convey that either because somebody always hiring people in the crib. Facts. Facts. And that's what I was explaining to Adam. There's no rhyme and reason to it. You can have 20 people in a one bedroom apartment or two people in a two bedroom apartment. It's crazy. You know, and, and there's no explaining and rhyme and reason to it. That's yeah. why we have a Actual pop, we have a population number, and then we have a United Nations estimate of yeah. what they believe between the right. illegal immigrants and the people. Also, the illegal immigrants of the states next to us, right? So, like Connecticut people who have Connecticut state residency, but at this point, you might as well call them New Yorkers because they have a place in New York. They spend most of their time in New York. Mm -hmm. Same thing for Jersey people, you know. It's one of those things where, like, there's a lot of people who get lost in the shuffle here in the numbers game, you know? Right. Let's get back to yeah, the interview. This is, Let me ask you a question. A we can go what, anywhere. We can go what, anywhere. We can go anywhere in the universe. What hospital were you born in? Uh, I'm born in King County Hospital. Hey. Well, I've noticed this is this is another New York, <laughs> a New York to the core thing. We know our uh, hospitals, bro. Uh, I was born at Our Lady of Mercy Hospital, ooh. which is no longer here in the Bronx, right? Yeah. Like that's the thing. It's either it's still here and it's still kicking, and you see it as you pass, or it's no longer here, or right. they moved. Right. So I just got to know in the comments, because this does come up a lot. Wherever you're from, tell us where you're from and if people know what hospital they're from. I thought Montrealers did, but my man's uh, buds off cam here did not know where hospital is from. So apparently it might just be a New York thing. So now I got to know. Well, that's interesting. I mean, as a baby, you don't care. You're born, you're into this world, you don't give a damn. And, you know, later on, you might start asking questions, you know. Some people just some people just going through life, man. That's why again, man, I you know, I don't I don't mean to sound corny, but when you say, yo, we're talking about origins. We're talking about how people meet. Like this is like we all start on this on this on this on this level where it's either balanced, even if it's violent. Right. Like we both like we effing each other. Or we both like, oh I, I like sun shirt, this shoes or the shorty woo. And we start on that balance, and it can go anywhere from there, you know. But the origin story is the is the is the story that makes the it's the most important story, right? You know, that everything that else, all that other stuff is like you put too much salt on your on your on Because so one of the things that I liked that made me want to do these interview series with Holden was that he asked me about the music that. My parents, I'm, I'm let him ask it. Where He's about from, to ask it. He's about from, to, I'm from the Bronx. No, where your people's from? My mother's from Nicaragua. My father's from Puerto Rico. Mm -hmm. 
Afro Latino all the way. You know what I mean? Like never, never was like a never did not come from a I know black family. Nah, nah, I black family. You know what I <laughs> mean? Like, like do the do the salsa shit and be like, yeah, poppy, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, because that. it's it's the same thing. A lot of see, people see. don't understand, and those who don't understand history and origins exactly, mm-hmm. and how we all really right all uh, dropped off in different or the different boats dropped us off in different places, but the connection's still there. So, um, so right. So his his thing that really like got me right was he was asking me about things from early before, mm-hmm. and so I say like I always laugh because I'm like, listen, what I liked about it was that all I ever did I didn't do a lot of interviews. You had the right like I I'm, I was independent, so like the interviews that I was always doing was always like when I did Fight Club behind the scenes stuff that they would record. Uh, grind time behind the scenes stuff that they will record then you would have stuff linked to battle rap so it was all battle rap related interviews and like then when it did peek out from behind it it was like oh would you be on love and hip-hop which it was like weird to me i'm like why would they even want a battle rapper on there like what why are you asking me this and then if it wasn't that it was like what did you want in love with hip-hop and it's like bro like you know type of shit that it's like yo this is not this doesn't bring something out of me but like talking about where I come from before I was someone brings something out of me because it's like again it's the origin story. This is the this is the shit that we really actually get excited for when you get to know your brothers in the hood growing up, and there's somebody who maybe moves to your neighborhood and you start growing together. The more that you get to know them, get to know their background, and you see the actions. That make you understand that they're if reliable. Have, if you have patience enough to even receive it, right? Right. If you have patience my, enough. One of my homies called me, probably cut your wisdom. No. One of my homies called me the other day. He's like, I just watched their mama documentary. He's like, yo, man. You know, I ain't gonna say what he said, but he it's like he was just touched. Right. And then he's like, Yo, pardon me, I'm in my feelings right now. <laughs> I'm in my bag. I was like, yo, man. I ain't I ain't finna say nothing about this yet. Right. Because I ain't ready to even tap into nah, this. Yet. I would imagine. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm like, right. yo, when you do, like you said, when you do have that conversation, you, you, you know, you look at people a certain way until you sit with them. Right. right. So you have patience enough to listen to their story. But it's also like the story that gets told is very rarely incomplete. Like, uh, sorry, it's very rarely complete, right? Mm. So, like, let's say you do go through most biographies with musicians and you do look at these interviews. Um, everybody apparently, except for the child prodigies, of course, but like most people, they don't like have a musical identity or preferences or anything before adolescence when they start to develop their own independent tastes or I started rapping when I was 12. Okay, cool. You definitely listened to music before you were 12, right? So it's like when you really look at all the influences and all the things that build up people's um, life, it's like, okay. Run it back to your youngest days when you have no control over what you listen to. Run it back to when your parents controlled everything. What were they vibing? Right. What was the neighborhood sounding like? Like that's the real start of every musician's journey is the environment upon which they're in it. So with that, General Steele, can you bring us back to the youngest General Steele? You can remember being remembering that most of us don't know at all what it's like to grow up in Brownsville. 
and tell us a lot about what it sounded like to be you growing up before you could control the sounds in your life. I grew up in Cephalo Projects, right? That's where I spent most of my years, sleeping my old dad and my, and my old brother. We live on the 14th floor. So in the projects, when you're looking out the window, you your view is ill. Like, I almost had a penthouse apartment. <laughs> but you thinking poor, you thinking poverty, you thinking rough, you thinking this is not, this is not money. You thinking this is, this is something different. You know, in hindsight, I know it was rich. It was rich, it's beyond riches. Um, my dad had vinyl in the crib with a Technique turntable, not a 1200. He just had separate pieces. It was a Technique set. And okay, the the original I Technique, before the bit curve arm came, he had the original OG <laughs> right. set, so, separate pieces. Right, tape, the uh, tape that, uh, tuner, the, the, equalizer. The, the equalizer, and you bet not and then touch the, and then no the knobs on it. I used to stand in front of that shit and just look at it. I didn't want to, in my mind, I was moving that shit. Every once in a while, I ain't gonna front. You know, rest in peace of my old dad. Like, I would play those records and I would think, like, I would just try to make sure I ain't fucking touch the knob and just mess it up when he come back and just whoop my ass. I'll get my ass whooped. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, that yeah. too in the crib. Absolutely. So growing up in Brownsville, it was family. It was a lot of times where things was 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 just like uncontrollable as a kid, and that's in the streets and in the home. So hip hop allowed us that platform to kind of communicate and express ourselves with cats that was probably going through something that was similar, and nobody really wanted to talk about the detail. That's what you're talking about. We don't right. say too much around people mm -hmm. we don't really recognize really like that we grew up like that from from two from six from, from six months from like at your home the, before you even get out, out the home yeah right so we like you know and that's and that's you know that's a part of protecting our our reservation mm -hmm. you know which which makes sense like i think it's interesting because yeah you're not supposed to know everything so when you come around here Maybe it's interesting for you to learn. And don't come around here like no voyeur and go, yo, I'm just trying to peep what y'all doing. Nah, you're going to have to sit with somebody right. and go, yo, uh, what's the good restaurants? Where, where what's, what's popping over here? What, you know what I'm saying? Just talk to right. anybody, though. It don't have to be right. nobody that's famous or nothing. Right. Sit down next to somebody that's sitting on the bench. Approach oh, nah. <laughs> right. Please approach him right, because they're going to gonna treat you right. What Biggie says, spread love is a Brooklyn, Brooklyn way. way. So you're going to get it like that. You know what I mean? And it's not like you're going to come around. What Shorty said, don't come around Brooklyn, you're going to get killed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it ain't like that. You know what I mean? You, you, anywhere you go in the world, your, you, 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 uh, your presentation do mean a lot. And right. I think that one thing I learned about living in Brooklyn, I learned how to carry myself going to other boroughs and respectfully places. if you know that other boroughs move in a certain way you carry yourself a certain way you know what i'm saying it's like yo you know you still own what you want i don't take nothing from nothing 
So anywhere, when I come to Canada and I got to eat poutine, I'm like, yo, I want that poutine. I want that. What's the best poutine? You know what I'm saying? I need somebody I know to drill. Before (laughs) I travel somewhere nowadays, nowadays, that we have the internet and Google, right? Uh, I Google customs. I don't want to disrespect you in your home. I don't want to be disrespected in my home. I look at people who talk about New Yorkers like, we're crazy, like they're a little crazy. Because they that's usually from, that's from your Latino side. They too. usually write like they. One of the things that people complain about New Yorkers about, right, is like we're rude, quote unquote. We are <laughs> right, but I think that that's a right now. I think it's a right. misperception. I think that they we rude. They confuse. We nice and rude. We yeah no, we are nice and rude. I saw a video on TikTok of a young uh, young lady, young Caucasian lady. Who's from California, but lived out in New York, and she said, uh, "People are nice, but not kind in California. And in New York, people are not nice, but they're kind. Yeah. See, in California, they'll see you with a with a with your car with with needing uh your tire fixed. They'll be like, oh that." That's unfortunate for you. And they'll keep it moving. In New York, we'll be like, yo, you fucking idiot. What did you do? Let me help you yeah. out real quick. Let me fucking help you out because you're a fucking idiot that doesn't know how to do your that's shit right. Sad. You know? Yeah. So that's one of those things. I think that it's a mis- it's a misperception. Like, we get... It's because people come here and they get bumped in the shoulder in Times Square. But you're supposed to get bumped in the shoulder. You want to know why? Because you're looking up at the building in the middle of the block. I don't care that you... I want you to be a tourist. I want you to bring your tourist dollars here. I want you to visit. <laughs> I would like for you to have... Uh, I would like for you to have a tour guide that's from here. Even though I don't go to me. how to really move. Right? Why not? Teaching you how to really move. That That's really, like, rare, right? But, but then you go to... You go to different parts of the world. Like, if you go to Spain, like, people ain't tripping off a of bumping shoulders. They're not... Only not, like in certain parts of the world, like yo, did you really just rush me, fam? Like too. what? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different yeah, yeah. in different parts. Like when I the first time when I started going overseas, and I'm like, dudes, it's too close. I'm like, yo, and I'm like, nobody is tripping on this. It's just you, bro. Right, right. Like, yeah. Okay. It's a space thing. Yeah. Like, we okay. grow up in New York because we don't have a lot of space wanting our space. Yeah, well, that's why we well, when we get on the train. <laughs> It's like, yo, I don't want to sit next the to the... If nuts. there's one person, if there's an empty train with one guy, you sitting on the other side because you're a native New Yorker. You ain't sitting... And you're like, you're nah. You're not sitting in it. Definitely not sitting next right to you. next to the person. You but when I go to other places, if I'm on their public crazy. transportation, We're crazy. they immediately nuts. go right by it. your I side. Love, I love New York. Awesome. I love New York. With that being said, the first time I, I came to New York was with him as a guide. It's actually pretty lit to have someone tell you where to go because one time, one night during that trip, we were on our own. It was like, bro, New York, don't tell people to Google shit to do. Don't tell them to Google shit. But you got an open mind though. So you're a different character. You can't just go, you're not just a regular person. I'm like a motherfucker that It took us an hour to figure out what the fuck (laughs) you You Google shit and there's too many options. Right, there you go. Now you have like, like like when you're staring at the Uber Eats and nobody can decide what they want because you want everything and nothing. It's like, it's like that. So having somebody be like, bro, just go here and eat that. 
It's just yeah, easier. Go to, go to and fat Buddhas. Go, go, go to, to fat Buddhas. Status elected. Oh, we you gotta eat chopped cheese. I'll take you to the spot yeah. in Harlem. That's like yeah, the, you gotta, the, what, you, what you really the, want. The originator. The and then Buddhas. I'll take you to the greatest spot that I feel right. right? Uh, I'm gonna take you to brick oven pizza and classic New York. Uh, regular, you know, I gotta get you. What do you form like slice? What you got today? Today we had uh, pizza with the of beef course. patty with cheese. Um, oh, beef patty with cheese, which apparently awesome. they do not have much nah, of. That's not like, bro, that shit fucked me up, bro. I didn't know that that it's existed. Poutine. Last time I was here, we got me that <laughs> really shit. We don't have poutine. We don't have poutine. I want poutine. poutine. It poutine's poutine. kind of fire. It would be like something like Canadian pizza versus your pizza. That's exactly <laughs> how it would go for me. I'm right. I'm not eating pizza in nowhere Canada. else. It's not worth it. As soon as I leave New York City borders, I'm like, I'm not eating pizza. I don't it's have to. only a few places you can really do it. They got to have that other Maybe you gotta look at the other, you gotta look, Like in Spain, you're going to be like, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. The oven is going to look like somebody crib. Like like they carved it out the yeah, rock. That shit. That, yeah, that, 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 right, right. Word. So, so but back to like when you're young. So what kind of music was around in your household? What was your mom playing? Yeah, what were they playing? My mom wasn't playing nothing. Nah, that's not true. But my dad was the DJ in the crib. Okay. okay. My father was the DJ in the crib. And, you know, he, oh man, his selection was top notch, man. Like he played pretty much like he's, he set the format of everything for me. Like things that I would later hear, I heard already right. from him. You know, you listen to it as a kid, you don't think this is going to be used in a beat minus song or in a, in a sample in a later sample on. Over here. Yeah, you know, you're not thinking about that, but right. you're like, wow, I remember that song. I remember this song. I remember that. Like my dad was playing these records because he just liked them. And on vinyl, though. You know what right. I mean? So the sound was... It was different. So I was, like, intrigued. Like, I was, I would just look at the records. Do you think, like, part of this is because you weren't allowed to touch the knobs? So it, like, created this, like, a desire to, like, a fascination, like, when you're a kid and you can't have something? Possibly. That's a wild thing. Possibly. Um, I mean, yeah, I would flip through it, like... Like comic book, you know. So it's not. I I can't never say, hey, I started at this age because I wasn't thinking about rap. Rap, it was not even a thing for me. I'm like, wow, I'm looking at all these soul records and all these funk records and all these other people, and they're just like, you know, jazz and you know. And then I'm looking at the mood that my father has when he's playing certain records at certain particular times, and I was just in the house, you know. And another one of my main influences is my uncle, because as far as hip hop, this guy was like, he put me on to Guru and Dougie Fresh. He's like, yo, Dougie Fresh is better than Buff. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know that yet. Right. And the end, he's going, yo, you got to listen to Yellow Man. You gotta listen to Speechy Don. You gotta listen. I'm like, yo, I don't know none of that yet. Right, right. So he's like, you know, so it's like the music is just so, you know, it's invigorating, it's exciting. So that, 
that's super interesting because like as much as you, it wouldn't be like the startup General Steel, the official artist, it is still part of the startup General Steel's life story as a musical artist. So like if you think about what you just said, you were watching your dad, like the DJ watches the crowd and absorbing how these genres and sounds get put together. But that's just the early work of songwriting and shit. Like, that's why I'm so fascinated by the childhoods of people because so much of what we do as adults is so correlated to the childhood habits, which is, you know, a double of it to the parents, let your kids sing in pursuit of arts and shit, you know, because yeah. like it actually can turn them into hip hop legends one day. I agree. Or, or, or anything, lawyers, uh, you know, filmmakers, like, you know. Music inspires other things. Like, you know, this, this is the basis of our, our communication. It's just like we humming. Like, first of all, we don't understand the lingo. Like we said the people don't know how it is to live over here. Like, I don't know how it is to live over there, but we still have some some aspects of music allows us to see, peer through a person's eye or peer through their pen a little bit, depending on how, you know. I mean, of course, we got a, we got a, a little bit of stray because, you know, with rap, you can say such amazing things. Yeah. You know? But we forget that when we're talking as a thin line between what we're talking about as far as being true and real and uh, reflective of life and experiences or something that we're just making as entertaining. Right. That's why, so you're young, you have the music side going on, but were you also into things like comic books and sports and some of the other things going? Uh, that the little ones do. I was a thirsty kid, but I was super shy and quiet, so that made me sneaky. So that's why when you first see me, I was like, "That makes perfect sense." I was like, "I was. I'm not trying to be like, yo, I'm not that guy." It's always the quiet ones in the city that are the super watch out for. Like, watch out for him. He quiet. I think I made like, you know, I I gained a little bit of leeway of respect from the elders because I was silent. Yeah. And I paid attention. That makes sense. And then I was I was always I was always willing to just do the work. I wasn't, you know, propped up for trying to get anything. I was I just wanted to learn. Right. There was so much going on, you know? So it's like, yeah, I wanted I, I went in. I couldn't right. imagine not being fire involved. back then. Yeah, was on fire, was on fire like everything, and it's a lot of things that you knew to have to, you know, like I grew up with both of my parents, so there was a line, right? Me. So I'm like, yo, I didn't never want to, which is a privilege, by the way, 100. percent Blessings, blessings to your parents. They still, they're still together. Nah, my okay. father passed. Regardless, they, my mom's still alive. Okay, rest in peace to your So, but they, they gave you a household where you, I come from a household where I have both my parents, and I always say that that was a that's a privilege you know like i look at a majority of my friends growing up and they didn't have that so it's a privilege to be able to have a household with both your parents you know what i mean we we look at it you know we i like this i like to reflect you know and i'm grateful that when i do reflect i'm able to see the struggle and the growth because a lot of people, when you see them today, they like they just spoiled brats. And they just say you're wanted a certain way and stuff like that. It's like, yo, we went through things and it made us better. Like, it didn't make us like crazy, silly 
killer maniacs and just they made us go hide and clean this up. Right. So if I understand, yeah. it's like value in the struggle because it almost forged you into like something like Absolutely. So it's a beautiful like, struggle. Like um you have glass, right? It's strong or whatever, but if that same glass gets smashed up and you put all the pieces back together, that like reforged glass is like ten times stronger than like the original glass in the first place. You can't you can't think about the kid who looks out the window that just he wants to be a part of that. But it's so far. Right. You know, it's right there, but it's still far. You gotta go through so much. You gotta go through your, your pops, your moms. You ain't gonna elevate on what I'm saying. You gotta see the big homies in that's the deal that you gotta go over here, man. the crackhead. It's like, what are you willing to do to get to those points? So, yeah, when you talk about cracked glass, yeah, for sure. Or as Pac said, the, the road that grew from concrete. Right. You know, it's, these, it's these beautiful things, and it's, it's so much ugliness, but we still manage to do something incredible with this you know like meeting each other like it's, it's we shouldn't even be friends right, right. like according to some kind of rule we should not be kicking at each other but we break all kind of barriers all the barriers. and it's not no politics we just break it because we just how we feel right. and that's and that's music right. you know what i'm saying that's music, music. right or, all right so like you're young you're doing all uh, you know like you must have heard a song that was special to you. It was different than all the other What's songs. the... So check it. When I was a little kid... In Westbrook, nah, yeah, yeah. I can't find my baby. I don't know where not. Used to stay playing on... I think that was WBLS. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it was one of those that, like, when it would come on... I don't care if it was my pops or my mom. They would both hit the volume up on it. You know what I mean? Along with all the classics, right? Like Thriller was play all because that's my era of like growing up, right? Yeah. But like that been around the world was the one that stood out to me. Everybody, yeah, that's 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 a, that's one. But it's so many, man. That's a crazy trivia right there, man. Because it's like so much music. Like I, I give you one that's super left field. Like like my pops play a lot of music, but one thing that I remember and I don't be remembering a lot of stuff <laughs> but as a kid my pops had the um the Jackson 5 Christmas record and when when it was when it wasn't holiday time they would be up in the in the closet on the shelf so as a kid like everything is an invention. Right. So I would literally climb up in the shelf and just flip through the records. Like the the cover of that album was just dope. Word. You know what I'm right. So it's like even if you like I can't play it, whatever he playing I listen to, sometimes you gotta go in the room because this might be just him and mom Dukes, they having a little, you know, that right. time or he right. just might be angry, you can't come out. <clears throat> You know, other than that, you know, other than that, it's like, man. But the cover was something that, like, was opening up your imagination. Yes, that's it. That's it. It's music. You're like, wow, this is, 
you know, Brian Jackson versus Michael Jackson, Tito's. And then to see the the one picture, because that's what I always tell people is like, yo, we didn't, I didn't grow up being able to these interviews, this of having cameras everywhere, that didn't exist back in back in the nineties when, when hip hop was happening, and it was and it was the most when when you guys were killing, it was not readily available to everybody like no. that. It was a lot of us that were like, yo, we didn't have MTV. We didn't grow up with MTV as like a channel on our, you know, thing. It wasn't until a few years later that we would have cable boxes and we would press the button <laughs> in the back endlessly to get certain channels. But you gotta but you gotta give it up for, for the era of the DVDs. Right? Yeah. The DVDs, I think the DVDs set precedence for the podcast. Yes, absolutely. At some point, you got like you, you talking know, about like Cocaine City, yeah, and yeah, Smack, yeah, yeah. absolutely, and all absolutely. that. Yeah, absolutely. It opens up. It opens up the door because people going to people hoods. Yes, and seeing who's in the hood, and yes. ain't no news cameras. Right. This is people who are just reporting on what's going on and bringing you know people to the forefront so we can see it. And we buying it, and, and now we making it. Now we making it. Now we making money off of it. Right. And then, and then New York is like that. <laughs> Yo, you know what though? This New York, New York is, is going dirty, viral baby. all over all the social. Like I look at social media, I'm like, yo, be like, there's New Yorkers that their only talent is being a New Yorker, but I love them for that because it goes to show you how great New York is, right? Where it's like. Yo, you are TikTok famous, YouTube famous, IG famous, off of just being a New Yorker, talking with the accent, explaining it to people, explaining where we come from, how it is, being how we are. It doesn't even require all that extra shit. I found this little more mozzarella guy. Yeah. You just jump around (laughs) saying New York sound and shit and being obnoxious and it's enough. Oh, um, it's enough for me. Aki way, Aki way. You know yeah. how many people I have? A lot of friends through okay, bless, bless, <laughs> bless through battle rap and through EO Dub and Team Hami and all these like affiliations, right? To have many international friends, right? Yeah. That like so when I visit your place, I'm coming to see you. But when you come here, I'm gonna hold you down, you know, and I'm gonna show you the town the right way, right? Right. So. So, so it's one of those things where, like, when they usually when they come and they're all like, "Yo, what about Akiwe?" I'm like, "Nah, so, listen, I no disrespect to Akiwe. I love Akiwe, but I'm like, yo, there's an Akiwe on every corner. We can't disrespect my guy Mustafa on my corner to go for a TikTok famous guy. Yeah, First, I'm let me introduce to, you to, and, uh, to to my bodega style, guy, yeah. right? right? Come on, like these are those. But the internet has made. Many New Yorkers famous just for being New Yorker. And that goes to the other part where you were saying a few minutes ago. Because, like, even with the artists, just to add on what you're saying, probably wisdom, but to add on, it's like, okay, when an artist has to talk about their origin, they're talking about their artist origin. They're not even talking about their origin. That shit comes so later. Facts. Yes. You know, and then it's like you got to be doing like a Time Magazine interview or some some interview that you like, yo, my rap fans don't care. Like, we want to hear the fucking real shit. Yeah, no, right. rap fans, they want to hear one of the most, they want to hear, they want to hear the rap related shit. We, 
No, we I'm work gonna, with I'm you. I'm gonna have to disagree with that. Doing interviews because I do interviews outside of this. That's show. you. See, you're you're different. No, no, no. But the culture. But maybe now. Maybe back in the day it was different. But man, everybody seems to give a fuck about this shit. But like nobody want to ask it. That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That, we, we're saying the same thing. Okay. I'm just saying like I seen it. I seen a magazine the other day that was on. The, I just never. I never saw this magazine. That's why I'm, I just use time as a as just a reference because I seen a magazine. It's called Time Lifestyle Magazine, something like that. Right. But it was I was outside. Somebody had like, it was like twenty magazines. They was just throwing away. But I'm like, yo, what's the year of these magazines? And one of them was like 2017. Okay, right. And I opened it up, and I seen Nicki Minaj. Right. Like I never seen her like this before. She was, I mean, she's gorgeous, but she right. was like just like regular. She had some dope shit on. She ain't had no lipstick. Oh, she, she was dressed down. I should have took a picture of it. Right. No, she wasn't dressed down. She was just elegant. Elegant. It wasn't nothing too flat. Nothing, it was nothing word, flashy. Word. It was right. It was just so dope. It made me go, I just had to put this shit down. Like, some, some, you know, sometimes you just want to embellish shit and go, yo, word, word. Everything is word, word. So, so most of us as artists, we come outside and we think we got to dress like that. We got to have... Chains that's big. You gotta have sneakers that cost a thousand dollars, socks that cost four hundred dollars, right. you know, pants that you, you know. What I mean? You gotta have all right. these different things because we think that's what people are gonna respond to. Right. And that's it. We even open our mouths yet, and it's just like we just gotta live through our, you know, our opulence or our presentation. That shit. I'm grateful growing up in where I grew up at in New York. That shit will humble you. I'm also grateful for growing up. How do you mean by that? Like, that the people presenting the opulence and not their personality humbles you? I saw saw money in the hood. I saw people, as a kid, I saw, like, I always hear these, I often hear these stories of people going, yo, I see the crack, the drug dealers with this and that, and I always wanted to be like that. I never, me, I'm one person who never wanted to be like right. I saw it. Like, I saw the cats that was doing it. I saw them driving in the cars and all that. I saw the pips and the chicks. I never wanted to be like that. Right. And I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't want to be like that. Like, I, I'm grateful that I still was doing my adventures. Probably because you had your kids. Stuff. You had both your parents. Yeah, and yeah, probably, probably. I, I don't even know, like what whatever those boundaries might have been. Mm-hmm. Give thanks. Yeah, bless you know what I'm saying. But other than that, I'm like, yo, I can't. Like, I'm not sitting there going. I'm just focusing on this and, and not looking at the bigger picture. You know, it's like I'm listening to everything. I'm looking at the pain that's going on. Everything is not. It's not. My crib is crazy right now. You know, but we listen to the soul music, listen to Isaac Hayes, you know, and I'm like, man, baby, baby, don't do We listen to the craziness, like, yo, wow, man, Willie Hutch. Right. And things that later on, you're going to be one of the curators of right. You wasn't thinking that before. You can't oh. say, when I was 12, I'm like, yo, one day, I'm going to be sampling these beats. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's not, that's not, <laughs> not, I'm, not I'm gonna be rhyming to this one day. Like, like Robert Washington was one of the first joints when I like. Yo, Robert Washington has like such a long intro, right. 
Right. I'm like, you can rap to that for days. Right. Before he starts hitting or whatever, right? That's old school <laughs> shit. That doesn't happen nowadays. It's a few. Like, the, no the, looping. I don't got no DJ a long yet. intro that's just the beat playing that doesn't rock. happen nowadays. And anymore. I don't know records yet. So, that's just one. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, you, if you want it and you hungry, like, bro, we're going to find a way. So... Let's start walking through this journey. So, PS, MS, HS, like what are what are what 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 are the right? Because same as the hospitals, while important, right for us New Yorkers, like your 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 PS, your public school, or your you know like what 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 which were the schools that impacted the most, that mattered the most in these years? I went. I attended a school of hard knocks, man. It was the, it was it was growing up in your neighborhood that yeah. impacted you more than even the schools that you went I, to. I, I I was, you know, you know, you know when you you know to any fathers or mothers out there or uh, uncles aunties when you look at the youngins and you be like, yo, this kid is smart. <laughs> like, I was a smart kid. And I knew poverty. I knew that I was walking over crack valves. Right. You know, I knew that, you know, going down the stairs and graffiti and pissy stairways because the elevator was broke. I lived on the 14th floor. Right. So it's so like, yo. Between that and yeah, the and then I got to walk to school. My mom's and pops had to go to work. So you walk into school, you know. And I'm walking with my homie and we going together and we got to worry about these guys over here, the older cats over here that's going to try to rob us for whatever little bit of goods we got. So we got to know the hood. We got to, it's, 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 it's a wilderness out here for a little eight-year-old. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yo, Brownsville teach you that stuff and, and, and different parts of the world teach you that stuff. Like we learn it a different way in Brownsville. Right. And um, I think that it's beautiful because through music, it allows us to kind of have like this neutral version of communication. It's like, yo, my version is not worse than yours. It's not better than yours. Right. Like you guys went through some things where you was at, whatever, and it's like, oh, snap, word, son, now, yo, let's have a call one. Yo, you know what? Fam, yo, cheers. Or how they say it's a sweet and school. Or, you know what I mean? Right. Wherever you at, like, you know? Peace. Like, uh, yo. <laughs> right. It's like, yo, we celebrating the fact that we here, we got through it. And that's what I love about music. That's what I love about where I'm at right now with me and my PNC, me and Tech, you know what I mean? Boot camp family, Ducktown family, Bucktown family. I mean, it's still, like, this beautiful struggle where it's not, like, I would never, uh, over embellish this 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 thing where it's like yo we're yo we killing it and we're doing this da 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 even though we might be killing it no you know what I'm saying but it's like when we killing it you know that's when it's more work to do right because it's more haters and it's more Always. clean up things on right. things on things so like you know so that's when you from t- remind you of that so hopefully you don't get too far gone right that's part and stay there <clears throat> remember that. So you said you were freestyling or writing to introductions to songs before you had access to gear and DJs and all of that. Around when was that for you? Like, how old were you? 
Oh, that was like preteen, man. That was like preteen. That was just like preteen. I was writing. Like I was kind of like you know in the house. I didn't really have no direction. So I was just like, any, everywhere I'm at, I'm going to try to be creative. Right. And, um, you know, I would hear these things. And once you once I get my hand on it, I'm just, I can just tune in and just zone out to it. So, like, these are raps that I would never remember because <laughs> it was just me just like, just, just stone and just, just soul searching, I guess. Right. Yeah. So you basically, at that point, start really creating art, even if it's not the best art, because at this point you're, you're like writing it down, or is it just like in your head? Yeah, nah, I was writing. I was always writing. I, I didn't have that. You know, I, I, I had to. I always wrote things down. Right. You know. Um. Yeah, I wish my memory was was like that, but I had to write things down, and I, I think I I had an affinity for just looking at it. It, it gave me a looking a, at the work. Yeah, I could see it mm -hmm. and go okay, and then I can go. You know what? I don't like that. Right. Cut out these four parts right here, right. and just keep those parts, and let's add on to that. Right. So it's like yeah, it, you know, it helps with the progress. And then being in a, in, in a certain uh, space in your house where you find these different things that, that suddenly become therapy, you know? You don't even realize it. Right. Like, I'm not even writing to be a rapper. I'm not going, yo, I'm going to be a rapper one day. I'm just kind of just writing and vibing and going, yo, this is... Thoughts that need to get yeah. put out. Yo, hip-hop is dope right now. Holy sh... Yo, I like this. Yo, I'm, I'm right. I'm, I think I'm... I'm rhyming. I ain't trying to be nobody, emulate no one. It's like the people who I'm fans of. Like I'm like I'm a I'm gonna try to write a, a rap like that. Right. Try to write a rap like that. You know, it's very like, different era. Yeah. Very vibes, you know. Where they wasn't really necessarily uh, a standard yet. The right. standard was being original and not sounding like anybody else. Right. Right. That was the standard. And then as times changed, things changed. They're still the same though, right? Because they're still that's still the standard to a lot of artists. It's and then some artists might feel like uh, a a preference to do the sound that's popular and going at the time. We I come from an era where motherfucking LL Cool J Battle two motherfuckers at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. He said, I'm going to start with this cat. Then I'm going to go over here with this cat. Like, this is LL, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you going to say? Like, oh, LL is a guy. He he different now. Yeah, but that's so what? Like, that's L. Like, Cool James, man. Like, he, he can't. Yo, whatever ever that is, like, he still... Responded in a way that was respectful. He ain't try to kill nobody or take nobody life away or hurt nobody's family. He was like, "Yo, I'm just, I'm just gonna smear your career." Right. 
I'm gonna smash you on this on this right. on this on this track. I don't know what he was going for. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, and Q Cube did this same. I mean, a few cats did it. Right. You know, when you take when you take uh, the music to a, to a place where you know people gotta die, you know, it's like, come on, man, what are we talking about? Right. Like, I don't. I'm, that's it. That's how you getting paid. That's a different kind of hit game. Right. You know what I'm saying? You say you make your hits. I right, listen. Right. I don't want to be on it. You can't even like it because you're going to be in the paperwork. Right. You know what I'm saying? You do a, you do an interview with somebody that's making hit work like that. You're going to be yeah, on yeah. the paperwork. You're going to be in court. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yo, shit. You was promoting this on your platform. Right. And, uh, we think that maybe, listen, man. What we, what we do with music has been passed on to us to generations right and um i think it's beyond uh uh you know nationality and, and, and like you know theologies and like i i get a kick out of going to different places and learning right i appreciate yeah. that that's my favorite thing the, about the basic thing though it could be whatever, bro. Super simple things. Just learning the way of life in other places is fascinating. Because it's like in New York, we get very caught up with that you could live and die not even just in your borough, but on your block and never leave and never really expand beyond that. And so, like, instead of getting caught up in that and having the privilege of traveling and seeing other places, it, it's a blessing. You know what I'm saying? And it becomes one of those things that, like, I like. That's my favorite thing in life. Is like exactly same thing. Like going places, new customs, trying out new foods. You don't never want to live in the box. Yeah. We know yeah. people. We know people that live in the box. Right. You don't want to switch sides. You want to possibly send something inspirational to them and to the motherfuckers that's keeping them in the box. If their box is some psychological box, hopefully some of these words can kind of, you know, do some acupuncture on them and get them up out of there. That's the goal right there, right? When my father was playing the music, one of the things I remember is sometimes he was sad or angry or hurt or something like that. Right. It wasn't always a pleasant vibe. So a lot of this music that we play today is not always a pleasant vibe. This right. shit reflects like some of the darkest things. So we can't go, yay, we just want to everybody just make club music and songs that we can dance to. Like you can dance to brand new being one for all, brand new and all for one. You tell they talking about the lessons. Right. In right. There. You you getting schooled School. in there. Jewel. And you like this. <laughs> you dancing, but you get you learning. Right. So it's like, all right, some the lessons come from some of the darkest places. Right. You know? And it's beautiful struggle. That's why I can identify with it. I'm grateful for that. Because it's at first it's it's crazy. You know? Right. So from that point, when do you, like, I guess, you start moving into middle school at a certain point, you start to, like, link up with other people, start 
battling in the lunchrooms? Like, how does this evolve for you? Oh my gosh, I wasn't doing none of that. Mm. My heart was dangerous, bro. Like, I wasn't rapping in school. <laughs> like, for me, I wasn't rapping in school, bro. Like, that, that rapping in school came like, I ain't start rapping in school until like high school. And that was like probably like the end of the first year, beginning of the second year. Because the first year of freshman in New York City, I went to high school in um, graphic, communica graphic communication arts, GCA. Salute. The GCA, salute to my Decepticon family. Word. Shouts to all the Decepticons um, out there. Word up. That's, I know that's, a lot of the bros that grew up being Decepticons yeah. in Brooklyn. Hey, hey, I know what time it is. Of all the schools I picked, right? Graphic communication arts is called is is Cybertron. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how to how you pick the school that is like the home of these guys? Like, true say, true say, like you know, salute to all the cats that was over there in um, Brooklyn Tech because that's where it really kicked off. And Brooklyn Tech, that's where they was, you know, really jumping cats in and doing all kind of crazy stuff in that little that little rent way. All, everybody that went to Brooklyn Tech. <laughs> right. They just be parking yeah, cars down there right away. That little rent way. That was called BTA, Battle Training Area. We had similar, <laughs> I, went to, I went to Truman. I went to Truman High School. Oh my Rome, gosh. And Truman was in Co-op City. See? And the sections would like freshman Friday, all that was just freshman all Friday. sorts of crazy things that was you know New York was lit. New York was and, lit. And, and for a youngin', you had to get involved. One way or another you was gonna be involved. And even if you wasn't like, you know, directly in the mix like that, you you would learn how to avoid it. Which taught you the terrain and how to maneuver through the city. You know, so that goes with everything else. That goes with the music. That goes with the dress code. You know, one day I went to the Bronx to see my little girlfriend. You still taping? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, nah, nah, fuck it. This is a long time ago. Anyway, went to see my little girlfriend in the Bronx. I'm like, man, I get off the train. And it looked like the whole neighborhood just be looking at you, yo. That's how it, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You walking through the hood, like, everybody's like, what is this guy doing? He is not from here. I'm like, yo. And then back then, it felt, it felt especially like that. Yo. I was talking to a friend. We were shooting a video on Saturday for a friend of mine from Brooklyn. And she was shooting a video in the Bronx. And I was telling her that where we were shooting at, I was like, yo, in the 90s, this station, when you got off here... You were telling people if you weren't from here that you wanted to fight because there was nothing over here. So if you showed up over you here and you weren't from here, you sound like DMX. You immediately yeah. had to no, you like fight trash. for your life. If you ain't bro. from the ghetto, you know what I'm saying? Stay the like, the ghetto. So, so, but that was the way that it was back then, right? That was in a van, Freeman on the two yeah. train in the Bronx. That it was like Man. it was no, it was desolate over there. Yeah, that's all dark hills. Right. Like, so when you would get off, the only people over there were the people that lived over there, which were very little bit of people. Yeah. So they knew everybody in the neighborhood. So if you got off the train and you're not from there, they immediately knew you were from there. 
So that means you want to fight. Yeah. Which is crazy. You gotta walk a certain way. Right now, it's different. You're gonna get your head plucked off. But it's certain hoods. Like I'm, for me, being a Brownsville cat. Like I'm adventurous, man. Like I, 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 I rock with a lot of guys that's from uh, Bed Stuy, East New York, Crown Heights. Um, then we had family in Harlem, family in the X. Right. Family in Queens, All over the you know what I mean? So we had to go and see them. Right. And when you young, it's a journey to get on the train. You having fun. You in the back with a 40 ounce of OE. Okay. We couldn't afford no Hennessy. We was not drinking no yeah, Hennessy <laughs> yet, <laughs> clearly. But it, all that, it was like Hennessy. You know what I mean? Like whatever, we, we could get like a, we get like five slips out of a fucking mall. Dime bag. We used to drink whatever we had. I would drink Easy Jeezy. We on Easy Jeezy. Uh, we on Boca Chica. We on the Thunderbird. Cheap, you know. We on the 120. We robbing the bums. Like, let me get that. You don't need that. I remember drink one time much. me and Jean Grey and Sarah Connor were drinking uh, 211s. Sarah Connor. One night. <laughs> 211. Yeah, the still. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, you Beach, know. Wow, yo. I'll edit that out.对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对对
this guy. Like, when people say that to me, I be like, yo, word. Like, yo, what's up? You're fantastic. I don't know what to say. Like, I hope that works out for you. Because hip-hop is tough, you know? Wow, and the guys that are successful, no disrespect, they work hard. They work very hard. You can't go, ah, they getting whatever. Yeah, whatever you can say. They work hard. They work hard. And what are you willing to do for that? Because I, I know that that's the we do stuff. We do stuff. But... I want to take a Sunday off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I, this is a Sunday. I mean, a you Sunday. know. <laughs> but this this is hard work. All of it always is, right? Yeah. You got to be, be an artist is you're, you're your business. So, you know, like, you spend a lot of time. It goes to show, though, right, where, like, it takes. Because the people that anybody would think of as the quote-unquote most successful, they worked really, really hard to get to those spots, right? Like you said. Like and you, it, it takes a lot to maintain the positions. The that person with the hot people. TikTok put in mad work. I mean... My man was like, yo, you need to get a TikTok. I'm like, bro, bro, not going to happen. I'm not gonna do that work. I'm not gonna right. be TikToking, bro. Like I probably got like I probably got like three TikToks in me, and three, then I'm gonna be like, you know what? Right? I don't even know what to do no more. Like, yo, chill. Your Insta is like half a TikTok already. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's one thing. You know what I mean? Like, I, what at one point, okay, you connected. Now you got all these different owners and they, all these people was coming in and doing these different things and it's like, yo, you're messing up the brand. Like, like all of these things is called social media, right? Like, so we get to socialize and we get to share media amongst each other. Like, you media, you media, I'm media, he's media. Right. You know what I mean, yeah. we all walk and no, the information. So right. we get to, before we post or anything. that's right? the perception in the world down there. All right, so fine. So now you go... Okay, so now we start taking pictures of stuff that's here and we start sharing amongst each other. Like, what if we never do that? What if we just talk amongst each other? Like, what if we just socialize, right? What if we just do, like, you know, I can't say Reddit because Reddit be wilding too. What, what our parents used to do. It, right. But, talk, but, 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 you know, after the rain, hell, snow, earthquakes, we are on someone's created IPO, whatever, yes. thingy, majiggy, and all of that. So at some point, you got to think, they're coming for something. Right. While we jamming on the one, they going, yo, yeah, this is getting, yeah. So I like so when I see like a, a Elon Musk on Twitter, I'm like, man, I don't even really trip off that. Like, I'm cool with Instagram. They still be tripping a little bit. Posting more on Instagram than most people I know. Yo. And I say that with like respect. I'll be telling people like I uh, uh, I watched a guy just work on his socials all day. Like, he was just taking his shit, like, mad. <laughs> like, like, he's like, nah, no one's going to do this for me. Nobody. Like, really fucking humbling. I'm like, this guy's stealing. No, that's, <laughs> like, but, that's, but that's putting in the actual, your, it shows the care that got you to the plate. Right? Like, listen, there was nothing that you guys did or that you did that seemed regular. Right? Like, 
I want to keep on walking through the origin story, right? But I know the story, right? So, like, it's, like, hard for me to, like... But, like, the point is, like, you guys were so big at one point that you were in a position where somebody came for your name legally. That's how much it mattered. And then there was still success beyond that. True that. And then there was still, still been success all the way entire through career, you know? Like, this is something that's monumentally important that, like, most people don't understand that it's like, I'm pretty sure that there was no point where you were having the success and you were just sitting on your ass really not trying at all and not putting in any effort. It requires no. effort. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it comes with the territory. That's why I say Brownsville. Growing up in these certain parts... You know, like I'm because I'm from Brownsville, of course, I'm, you know, partially for Brownsville, of course, but I'm sure like it's other people who would feel the same way about their neighborhood. Right. You know? So I, when I watch certain things, you know, current events, like I don't want to see nobody dying for the neighborhood, not particularly when they're dealing with rap. Like, my neighborhood was dangerous, bro. Like, people was dying, bro. Like, people was dying, bro. Like, <laughs> people was dying, bro. Like, it wasn't, like, not no rap, though. Right. Wasn't so no rap. Shit. It was so regular, regular stuff. Right. Was like, yo, son just pulled up yesterday. Son gone. So it's like, oh, man, shorty jumped off the whatever. Ooh. It's like, man. And me, I mean, even today, like, I was reading stuff today where they were like, yo, this guy jumped off the Manhattan Bridge. Like, damn. Like, you know how much effort it takes to climb? That's, yeah, nah, that's a lot of To go, me. yo, I, this is what I want to do. I'm going to jump on the Manhattan Bridge. And he landed on the FDR. I mean, that's super morbid right now. But I'm like, yo, we, yeah. we have the capability of spreading media. Right. Information. Yeah. And people need to capitalize off it. Us in particular. You guys in particular need to capitalize off of just having like, just tap into people. People want to say the real stuff. People just ask, you ask people these basic questions, like artists these basic questions, they keep saying, hey, so how did you start? Like, get out of here with that. Like, bro, we saw that like 1,250 times already. That's also, I figured, I watched a lot like, when we started doing this, like, I would watch people's interviews. Like, you started dropping names. I mean, I never heard of anybody. And I, and it's just, it's almost like it's all there. So, like, why would I ask you the questions or talk to you about something? You could go watch the next man's platform and see it. Like, imagine if all the different interview shows almost complemented each other. Like, if you did an interview circuit, by the end of it all, like... You know, each person's piece of the puzzle forced everyone to watch each of these interviews, but everyone's just got a more complete picture of the person. I can't remember what year or what era or what time it was when I, I found out Nas' father name. You know, his father, Ola Dura. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he does this and does that. Or... The fact that prodigy grandfather or auntie does this or does that. You know what I mean? Like, right. It took a long time to get It took a there. long, time to, long get time to get there. When you start hearing those things about these people, it brings you closer. For the years as a 
kid. I was born in 1980. So uh, for the years as a fan of all that, right, just listening to it growing up, that took a long time. We're talking about from Illmatic 92 all the way to like, what was that? Maybe like around Godson when you started talking about that? You know, really? At some point, that hopefully the growth kicked in. Because you're still losing people, right? Right. Along the way. And then, and then, you know, if you're not physically losing people, then you're losing them to the game. You're losing them to this, to this, 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 this lifestyle. Right. Where right. you have to live like this, or you have to talk about these things, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So... It becomes tricky to, to kind of sustain. Like I, I hate to watch the, the documentaries where guys are like, "Yo, we, you know, we had a falling out. Nobody knew that. Somebody, you know, uh, right? Somebody's throwing extra shit in there. Right. It's crazy, but it's tough, man. It's just what we do is is, is serious work. It's not you know, just us having fun and partying all the time. You and you and your brother Tech are one of the few groups that you guys always stay together. Oh, you guys, Dela, Locks, <laughs> there's a very coveted actual, uh, you know, where like, there's no break. Like, there might be individual works, yeah. but those individual works don't take away from there being a, a brotherhood I, that never gets unbroken. I am... I am probably most likely to do some crazy shit to make my brothers go, yo, what what are you doing, bro? <laughs> like, chill out. But they don't break up with me, they don't, you know what I mean? They ain't ready to quit me yet. So I'm good, money. Like I ain't trying to like mess up the package like that. But um, like, yeah, man, like what we what I think what we do, we have love for it. We are still fans of it, which is very important. And you know, being a part of it is like, wow, it's, it's it's a great feeling. Right. You know, like we're a part of this? Really? Wow. I mean, talking about legacy stuff, like music. Like, you allow, you allow, you allow me to talk about my father on this platform. You know how important that is? Very. Incredibly. My pops ain't get to see none of this, but he here. Right? So I get to talk about him in a way where it's like, like yo, you know, some, some nuts and crazy. Like, other cats are like, yo, I, I ain't grew up, you know, I went like that, fam. <laughs> That's why I'm like that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I do it like, you know what I'm saying? Crazy fuck it, fuck it, fuck Fuck this shit. You know what I'm saying? What do we that? Look at some of this. <laughs> but it's like, yo, man, like we, we all, we all, you know, we all grew up kind of rough, man. Nah, we you know? did. We did. And I think that in some kind of way, hip hop allows us to uh, congregate in a way, right? Wherever we from, we can come to this place where. Hip hop is so something that I've noticed in looking at um right like history of right my 
my mother's people's from Nicaragua and my father's people from Puerto Rico, right? Is that there's like a commonality in the music. In Puerto Rico, there's um, a form of music called bomba. And the way that they dress and dance to bomba, <clears throat> apparently it's like the enslaved people of Puerto Rico that were from Africa, from different tribes, not speaking the same languages, right, will communicate using this music, right, um, which is kind of like the Geechee Gullah people of the Carolinas, which is kind of like That's the my people. mama, and, my, and my mama like on them. Each, you go per area, and it's like the same exact, like in Cuba, like in each country, right, has a version of it. It's just not... There's not a lot of connecting the dots that happens nowadays because there's no profit in connecting those dots. Right. Right? But, like, when you look at it, it's like, oh, they were literally wearing the same type of clothes and everything. Like, white, mostly white, dress, right, with a head, head scarf, head wrap of some sort. And so it's just one of those things where, like, if it's to be said that, like, these different forms of music were how we communicated with each other, but we didn't know the same languages, and all Ooh. we could really do was like, show each other how we pat these drums and how we write. So it's one of those things where, like, as as we're showing each other that, that's what kind of hip-hop has become for another generation. Where, like, sometimes I don't have to know what a Russian dude or a Japanese guy is saying in their rap songs, all I know is that vibe that it gives me. And the vibe being authentic and, and I can feel it, I can hear it, because you can hear it in a person's voice, their tonality. I might not speak your language, but I can kind of, you know, it's kind of why, like, when you go into other countries, people know when you're being disrespectful. Because, like, they might not speak the same language, but yeah, condescension. That tone, that, what you said, that tonality. Don't, don't know, don't nope, know a talk language. Talk to me nice. <laughs> condescension, can, can, it speaks all the languages. Yeah, it's you sharp, know what I mean? It's sharp, it's sharp. So, you know, hip-hop is that barrier breaker. Kind of like <coughs> all those forms of music that all of our ancestors had. Right. That, what you said, that boomba? Bomba in Puerto Boom Rico. In guy in Puerto in Nicaragua, my mother's people, right? They're um oh man, I forget oh, the name right now. But if all all the same type of vibes were like uh literally black just born in Nicaragua. Right. Black just born in Puerto Rico, you know? Um mm -hmm. But there's like a and lot. a different set of races. What you say, Holy? There's and... like a... But if you, if you just look at music as communication, look at all the indigenous rituals and how symbolic the music is as a means of communication for the people. It's almost like instead of vocalizing, you might dance and hit drums and things, but its origins is communication before language and commonality so that you could between different tribes have these celebrations and these, these communal things. So like there's, there's been this since almost the beginning of history 
linking of community through the essence of music. Yeah. In some cultures, it's almost like music's primary purpose is communication, whereas in our culture, uh, music's primary purpose is entertainment. And that has shifted a lot of different things and why I think different types of music, like we don't have a lot of modern folk here, Mm. like whereas folk being like the traditional music of like your homeland and stuff. Technically speaking, we're creating a new new version of folk with a lot of this. That's true. Right. That's true. And I don't know what you're saying. Like, what's interesting about, like, we have, we, unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, I I, want to say more fortunately, but, like, when we're, when we live a certain way, we will adapt. Right. 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 So exactly. we're not making songs just to sit on our stoop and just talk about how sad we are because we ain't no bread in the house. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're going outside and we can, hold on, we can make money off this? Oh, snap. You know or you I mean? can make money before you even get into this and that becomes a song. We're not yes. talking about signing no contracts or that. We're right. just talking yeah, about exactly. providing for the hood. We're talking about living in a stand. Right. Or something like that. I got a good check. <laughs> I'm, I'm dripping. I bought the, on, the new... It's a hundred people in my building from this floor to that floor that I know know. Right. Then the other ones that I don't know, I just got to be cool and just say some cool too. Right. We work, we work in a profession where we have to do probably some of the most simplest difficult jobs like hospitality right so we right. talk about be nice but he said how that, how that go new yorkers is not nice oh, but we're kind. not nice but we're but kind, we're kind. <laughs> right. like i should not understand that <laughs> but that makes mad sense to me <laughs> as a new I yorker give, i should be I like give, what do you mean about i want to give like, the young lady the credit i just don't remember her TikTok. it was a random viral right. tiktok video but it well, was her, to you, right? Queen, I'm, like, not, that I'm shit not from is... California. Yeah, she yeah. was just explaining the difference that she's experienced it. being from California and then having lived in New York City. Right. And that was her take on it. We're like, yeah, New Yorkers seem like assholes to people. But like, really, everybody always kind of says the same thing, which is like, yo, they come here for the real. Yeah, they either going to hold you down or they're going to take your stuff. Right. Like, what you doing? What you got over there? What you... Oh, now, never mind. I got this. Or they're going to help you. You're going to be, you know. And it's not only, it's not only New Yorkers. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's, it's like, you got to think, like, people in general are like that. Right. You know, we, like, we just, like, got used to, like, we, I don't want to, I don't want to give rap a bad rap. Right. And then, you know, you listen to rap and go, like, you, you know, anybody that even resembles anything like that is probably going to be on this type of vibe. You know, it's like we all racial profiling each other or social pro or social pro. What's your social profile? Right. Bang. I just made that up. You can't have it. Matter of fact, you can use a hashtag. Just put general still next you to it. You know what? Right, I, right. Would, I would, you know how I would put it to you, right? Growing up, being a kid of that, right? Like, and, and like my first, the first album that like matters super to me, like, like I buy it for myself, ready to die, right? But, like, there's all these albums that matter, right? I didn't shit on any chicks because I listened to Biggie. 
right? Because he had the, the skit on Ready to Die where he was like, yeah, so after I shit some bitch, right? <laughs> I didn't... That was entertaining. Didn't, it didn't make right, me feel like exactly. doing no crazy shit like that. But that also didn't stop me from putting on some off beat when I was ready to go do some foul shit, right? But like, that doesn't make it that they are bad. There would they if they didn't exist, it would have gotten if they didn't exist and hip hop didn't exist, then it would have got supplanted with you gotta fight for your right to party or something else. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Like something something that's got more of a high energy, period, right? Like it hip hop can't be put to blame for everything. Mm-mm. But at the same time, yeah, it's the soundtrack to everything. Hip hop. Hip hop. Hip hop puts you there. It puts you right there in the place. You know, like all the other music. Like I think about the shit that my pops played, and you know, I had to look at him and listen to music. Like the music, it's like watching it, watching TV, because you watching his character and you listening to the music, and the music go with the character's mood. Right. You know. And your and your mind is just drawing the story to it, you know. And this music is allowing. Can you imagine watching a movie with no music to it? That's nuts. crazy. That's weird. Well, yeah. that it would have to be really in, impeccable writing for right. you to get through it without no sound in there. Right. Right. You know. So it's like you. We get to watch. We get to go walk down the street and hear sirens and people talking and, you know, that's music, bro. Right. Right. True facts. Yeah, let's say I watched that Bjork movie where she walks around and hears a bunch of sounds in the city and, like, just turns them into songs and shit. And I was like, oh, say word, really, if you listen to, like, the subway, it's gonna chung chung And if you, like, really flip yeah. that, you can build a beat in your head around all the different ambiance noises and shit that you hear this is what you do you do it anyway before you get to the studio you do it you doing it you just don't know you doing right. it right right but it's in there it's in your pulse it's, nah, your it's pulse. true facts it's true facts i i started realizing i have at one point i was recording in jersey city an album and it was a without a vehicle right i did not own a vehicle and so my my journey was like, okay, train <laughs> to the path to the to the bus, and it was like, nah. By the time the 40, you got I, the 40 was, I was realizing by the time <laughs> I got to the studio off the bus in Jersey City, I was my mood was shot. My mood was shot. My energy was gone. I gave too much energy to the world. <laughs> I was like, nah, I gotta chill. I got I gotta shorten this this. I gotta get off this um, path train and jump in a cab. You know what I'm saying? I can't further make my situation uh, more uh, giving my energy to everybody and and all that fucking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, even then, like it's like it takes a lot of energy to travel an hour and a half in a direction. I'm not saying it's not worth doing, but. You know, you might be a little more efficient if you can make the route a little more efficient. I, listen, this is the thing about New York City, man. Like, an hour and a half is like 15 minutes, man. Yeah. Because the, the things you see and the people, it's like watching TV, man. It's yeah, like, yo, you don't want to turn the TV people. off. Unless you just a grumpy cat 
And you like, yo, man, ah, this train is taking too long. Ah, this bus is taking too long. Ah, this cab is taking too long. Ah, this traffic is taking too long. Like, yo, all right. Everything takes long. Everything. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Right? It's um, it's definitely something I had to get used to in New York City is that, like, you know, like, you just have to expect that something that you feel should take 15 minutes will take an hour. And then when you get used to that, you enjoy the ride a lot more. Now... I'm going to show you the flip side. I'm a New Yorker, right? When I go overseas, I'll be like, yo, why is this taking so long? Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why is, where's Buddy at with the car? Where's the that? I want everything what? to be like, You're like yo, a New York minute. Snap, I'm like, snap, chop, yo, chop. wow. So people I'm are way like, more relaxed outside of New York City. Fact. And they too relaxed for us New Yorkers. Can we jump into the nice. origin story of uh, you and your brother Tech, and or because right, like you're, it's not, or is it that you had a solo journey before him into this? Yeah, and that's how it started, or was it that y'all started it together? Um, I started rapping before Smith and Wesson. As you know it, I was rhyming with 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 a brother named uh, Chase, and it's all this all this taking place in high school. Like prior to that, you know, I, if anything I did rap wise, it was just like just messing around, right? And and I did get in trouble for that too in high school. I mean, junior high school, middle school, as you say. I almost got my ass whooped. But that's a whole other story. But <laughs> yeah, that was um, you know, like uh, my brother Chase from Saratoga, Brooklyn up the hill. Uh, that guy is the guy who kind of like, kind of like lit the fuse for me to right. be even thinking about rapping professionally. So to speak, before you do it professionally, you gotta go to the, you gotta go to the, the things, right? All the you gotta go to the circus rings and all of the, that. The training, the training grounds. So I wasn't even I ain't know about what that professional part meant. I'm like, right. yeah, we just gotta do that part. But the homie Chase is the one who really, for me, lit the fuse for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And. um the name of Rock, he he was he was his his rhymes, and he's still alive. Uh, so I'm not saying was it's past tense. I'm just like was in those yeah, in those at times point, at that time. He his bars was like he was like to me he was like Kooji rap to me. The greatest. <laughs> he was like right. yo this guy is super nice. Right. You know what I mean? So I had to catch up to him. You know what I mean? He was the, he was the, ex the example. He was the example. And I don't know, like I had a couple of raps, I had a couple of raps, but he's like, yo, man, we're going to be partners. We're going to be partners, yo. And he like, he was the type of cat that was like, yo, if he said something, he just was on it. Right, man. You know, salute to the Wild Bunch, you know what I mean? Brownsville. Um, but he was, was just on it. No, 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 no. That was just like, that's just, that's just something else, like. Up the hill, Brownsville, Bergen, 
the family of the group yeah, of friends. Yeah, that's just a group of friends that's up the hill and in that time like his 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 family members was a part of that. Right. And you know, that's somebody that was some elders to us that we watched them grow up. We watched the team play and things of that nature. So he was already on some hustling vibe. When, when I seen him, his vibe was like, yo, he won't be like this, son. Right. Yo, he had a plan. I told, I told you tomorrow. I'm like, <laughs> yo, what? <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, man. But you waiting for him to come back. Like, yo, that's he what he said. Wait, yo, facts. So that's the vibe. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, he was that, that was that guy for me in the beginning. And then, um, you know, uh, and... Later on, in, in in the same high school years, like later on, we started getting into all this decep stuff, and things started changing a little bit. Right, right. You know, things and started becoming more like, serious. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then me and Tech is just like friends, friends. We not they no rap right now. We not right. doing none of that. <laughs> it's like right. I'm still dabbling, dibbling, but ain't no ain't nobody making no money of it. So it's like we doing crazy stuff in the streets and stuff. But Tech, me and Tech are friends. You know, and it's Y'all like, already. we friends with other cats and we like this. So it's like, yo, like, yo, we Smith and Wesson, bro. That's us, bro. Like, yo, we going to be a rap group, bro. Word. That's the talk. That's how we talking to each other. Like, we going to be a rap. It was an equal amount. Yeah, like, we going to be a rap group. Either one of y'all were like a more leg in. Y'all were just talking with each other. Like, this is what we going to do. Right. Respectfully, cats knew I was rapping and I was doing that already. But I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't. Big mile campus, but I had did some shows, you know. Okay, I did so, some things, and I was doing, but that's all like hood. So, but then you're stuff. also downplaying oh, it a little bit too. Like, you're downplaying it a little bit too. Right? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I know what you're doing. You said you're in high school. And you're already doing shows and uh Yeah, because if you're doing shows, you're not doing shows. I'm speeding, I'm speeding, I'm speeding, I'm speeding. I'm mixing and matching because in high school, you know. High school was rough. I mean, you know, high school was none of that shit. I mean, okay. after that, it's like, okay, you know, I got left back too, by the way, because that, at that point, it's like I was just doing too much street stuff, and like I was rhyming a lot and just going to a lot of different, you know, the the, the shows, networks. It wasn't the battle rap stuff at that point. No, nah, it was something else. It was more the um, the variety shows. Yeah. The one of the variety shows that I went to was Ron Alexander's show, and like, you know, it's like performing and you stand in front of the camera. It was wild, corny, <laughs> but you get exposure. It was the only uh, ways that we knew at the time. Right, so, so like it's standing not, in front of the camera was like yeah. there was no other examples. It wasn't like Steven Spielberg was volunteering to like direct the, the variety show. I, 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 I ain't banging on I ain't banging on no variety and, 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 shows. And then, and then with Spike Lee and all the people who are doing right, like all the people that come from our culture are doing these things in a simplistic way. There was no reason for us to look at it frowned upon. That was the gold standard back then. It's just that times change and we're like, okay, we, we the, didn't have to. Variety shows got such a bad rap because you always got somebody singing or dancing to some really 
scrappy music. Right. Right. Because it's like, yo, what are the standards for a variety show? You just, once you say variety, it's like, yo, anything can go in here, right? It's still, there's talent level can get you through the roof, or it could be over here, like, what? What are we doing? Yeah. Let's just clap for her. I mean, like, it does also give you practice. Absolutely. Where, like, absolutely. Sometimes maybe it's the only option you have when you're 14, and you don't want to have the bad rap of variety show keeping you from doing it because yo, you don't know who's in the crowd. Enough people have been like, I hit the variety show and I met the beat maker that you know, and this type of shit happens. So, like, in this case, exposure is legitimate because you don't know who you're getting exposed to, especially when you're young and. Yo, young people pay attention. You might actually get bigger crowds at a high school variety show than you might get at a dive bar trying to rap and perform at an open mic. I think in reality, like, you know, I mean, it goes both ways, right? Like, exposure, they say bad press, good press, deep press, good press. Right. If you in in this game, I mean, you don't have to just lean towards a bad press but you don't you, you don't have to like uh whisk whisk away the bad press in 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 or 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 the press that doesn't suit you or doesn't look fitting like i like to be real when i'm talking to people i like for them to see the 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 reality right different aspects. I don't look at me and go, yo, you supposed to do this and one time I saw a f- met a fan, he like, yo, you know um fifty cent? You know I met him before but I don't be like hanging out with him. <laughs> like you think you think all the rappers over there be just kicking it like that? Like, like right. And some people probably do be thinking that. So yeah. you gotta go, yo like it's a like it's a sports club where yeah like where you all meet everybody comes everybody comes and hangs out together. So when you see fifty, like, yo, what y'all be talking game, about, son? That Bro. new album. Oh, yo, this is where like I just kick don't some think, of those runs for I don't me. think people realize how big New York is because yo, in some cities, that is literally what it is. No, the no, 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 no. But that's fine because that's <laughs> fantasizing and right. that's great. It's great to have a fantasy. But what's even more exciting is that now we're hitting, we're sitting here talking, and we can talk about reality. And I can go, mm. nah, fam, yo, check it out. It's like you and I talking right here. It's simple, but it's not that simple, right? right. You know what I mean? And then you can go, wow, you can give this guy or this female an option to go, all right, instead of me thinking like my head is on the ceiling, and I'm going, all right, I can just look at a person as a person. Right. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, this is a person who got a, a true, say, a high status or whatever, but I still don't got to be all tripped out like that. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that shit is exciting to me because it's like a different language, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, why we don't... Everybody supposed to understand that at the same time? At the same... No. Right. When you get it, you get it. Those who you know do, I mean? those who do, do. Duty of a civilized person, you can see civilization and uncivilized. That's the blessing, though, of living in this era, right, is that we have more access to being able to pass down so that if you don't get it now, hopefully you get it later, you know? We like, have access. Yeah. Motherfuckers say up in the Bronx, where the people in the fresh, where the 
you heard that, you heard the culture just drizzling down, right? And, right. and you had cats in Brooklyn doing, you know, and whatever you was doing in your crib and all of that, and that mix and that motion just went like, mm-hmm. Right. There wasn't nobody that stood on the podium saying, this is about to happen and everybody needs to pay attention. It just organically birthed out of this, I guess, this, this, <clears throat> this, this necessity of people needed this. Right. Right. It became the the movement of an era of right. eras. It became a movement of a, a forget about a movement, right? Because the rock became, era was what existed before hip hop, right? So like between the fifties to like the seventies was rock era, and then or to the eighties, and then nineties on has been the hip hop era. Yeah. Well, the thing about hip hop is hip hop is the only music that incorporates every other music, every right. other genre. Absolutely. Right. So hip hop does not discriminate. Yeah. We rap over everything. It doesn't matter what you When got. you see a black you, dude oh, doing country that, music, you, you go like what? You call that country, you like call that blues, them. you call that jazz, we go rap over it. I'm gonna rap over it. The best part too. You can't. Whatever the the beat is hitting, I want to rap over that, right? You, 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 you cannot not love hip hop. Right. It's too much. It's too diverse. You know, like you put a different everything. Like what? And then it's like, wow. You know, we've done so much with hip hop that it's like, what is it now? That's a you big know? question. Like, at this point, um, it's kind of gone everywhere in the world and then taken in different directions and, and different Bruh. cultures prioritize different things. There's different subcultures. You say going everywhere in the world. We got punched Sub-genre. in the face with genres of music. You know what I'm saying? We got punched in the face. You, you say my Q-tip, too. right? We got punched in the face with that whole... Uh, the, the trial court quest, jazzy, and, and, and we got, jazzy, we got punched in the pop. face with all the, all the, all the NWA. We got put all these gangsta, different everything that we got gangsta, hit with, which was really just West Coast. Everything was so Hip-hop. valid, right, and so great, right. Like native tongues was like it's like a bunch of them. <laughs> so. It's like it birthed so much stuff. Then that then I gave birth to like this new uh era of, of soul new soul and it gave us Jay Dilla and it gave us all of these other yeah. different babies and the it's like yo bruh. Yeah, no, there's there's so many subgenres and John sub sub genres and and spread out. Only hip hop does that. Core. Only hip hop does that. We don't even like all of those. Nah, absolutely but, not. Like what was but the other one? But they all exist. Horrorcore. Horrorcore. We did. Hard, we went through the horrorcore era. Not we for nothing the, though. I'm not mad at like I I'm not just mad at listening back to to <laughs> Gravediggers. Uh, we love Gravediggers. The, the, the Gravediggers joint was that was like the most. 
exemplary example of hardcore. But yeah, subgenres, right? Bounce music in New Orleans, trap music in Atlanta, uh, Miami bass in Miami, um, uh, uh, every uh, chop the screw coming out of Houston, Texas, <laughs> right? Um, the the G funk coming out of LA versus the 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 sound that would come out of the Bay which was, they were both very West Coast, but very distinctly different, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are all subgenres, essentially. Hip-hop has gave us uh, a lot of uh, land to work with. You know, I think um, we got to be careful when we, when we start looking at the babies, the young ones, and going, all right, because now everybody drilling. And you know it's it's no it's no way to like differentiate that because you you know when we're talking about like when you say uh, the message is talking about the times right broken glass everywhere mm-hmm. you know you busy you really just don't care and you talking about what you're seeing and what you're around and you know it's different versions of that is different intensities of that different artists do how you say the levels start going up a little bit more depending on the poet and depending on the pain right delivery and things of that nature and i think um hip-hop allowed us to do all of those all of that there's no cap on that there's no version of saying like, all right, everybody needs to just do this type of thing and we're all going to be cool. Like if we all was native tongues, that would be like, nah. It's like the diversity of all the different, you know? Everything needed to, we, we need a terror squad. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We need Naughty by Nature. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need a lot. We need a lot of. We needed a lot of these different uh, artists and and these groups to show us that whatever we thinking about, we can do. Because each one also is teaching the people behind them from where they're from. So when you say all those people, like yeah, it's all New York City, but it's like no, these are very specific neighborhoods, and they're influencing that neighborhood the way that you guys influence your neighborhood. The way Fat Joe influenced the South Bronx, the way uh, Big Al was influencing Lennox, right? Like, or his people around yeah. him, you know? It's one of those things where, like, you know, that influence is what gives birth to the people coming from behind you. So that's why, like, those, if it ain't for Uncle Luke, you don't get Rick Ross if it ain't for, right? Like, even if there isn't an actual direct correlation, there's like a, you paved the path. And thanks to what you did, thanks to you, you know, breaking down these doors, now we can run through them and yeah. do these other things. I think that's super important, man. Because, like, and that's the other thing when I, when I speak about the opulence, like, it's, it's, it's like not to disrespect nobody that's about getting money. Because far as far as it go back, artists been about getting money, right? right. <clears throat> you know, um, hip hop 
been about getting money. Artists sold cats. You know, all these cats was wearing minks and jewelry and you know, so everybody was about that. So it's always been about the opulence um, to some degree. Um, and then, and it's just like, you know, you can account some of that as the downfall as well. You know, just to be realistic. Right. You know, like the creativity is not, that's not what that is. But if you got access to a bunch of this shit, then it's possibly you can go fucking over the top. And next thing you know, you just like, bang. We lost a lot of people. Right. To that shit. You know what I'm saying? And you want to call it like just a, a chance of fate or something like that. Like, you know, lifestyle will push you to the limit. Right. Know, that's another part of it. So it's like, I'm grateful to have a conversation where I'm able to talk about what I learned from listening to music as a kid. Right. And not when my, my, my my life started as general still because I'm not general still you know right what I'm right I'm my father's son Smelly's son Daryl Anthony Yates Jr. right you know what I'm saying so it's like becoming general still it took me a, a moment to get to that guy to, to to for that to make sense enough for me to now say it to other people with the authority and with the confidence with the that it requires for, for them to believe it now. To, exactly. You know? Right. So. <clears throat> Yo, thank you, Bill, for that. Because <laughs> that's, exactly, that's exactly what that was. That that's You just brought it full circle right there. Mm. Like, it, that's exactly what it is. This, this is exactly what we, our goal was always, is to be able to spark the conversation around all the other things that matter, which is not really always, you know, like I said, really what, what made me fuck with him and respect him was that, that it was like, yo, I never have gotten to talk about my mother and my father in a in an interview because we so caught up with, you know, if it ain't, one thing, right? Like, if we it isn't me talking about we all these talk about battle rap, rap things or all these noise. typical things, then it's like stupid questions. Like I said, like about like, would you go on love and hip hop? <laughs> when did you fall in love with hip hop? Which is just like, bro, we all watch Brown Sugar. What are you doing? You know, um, and it would become really redundant for me, right? And oh, and I, you know. uh I didn't have, like, the benefit of, like, people caring enough to even. So it was, like, the few that we would get was like that. So to have yeah. ones that would be like, yo, wait, so I, just, I get to talk about my mom, my pop, and, like, where I come from and and the things that yeah. I've never really gotten to speak about that I'm like, yo, this is for somebody else, you know? This isn't necessarily for me, but I want that. And give thanks that your antennas was up though. Right. Word. I mean, right. I just look at it like artists get really weird when they get asked a lot of questions directly and like low key people will just answer all the questions without being asked. Like you like when it goes like, you know, the way it would normally go, like people just kinda answer 
when did I start falling in love with hip hop? When did I start? Because that's just part of your story. So if we're talking about high school and elementary school, you're going to start dropping all the little nuggets of how you felt in love with hip hop. Because chances are it happened in these certain phases of your life and all the different peripheries are there. And usually it's going to be some friend or a parent or somebody like that. So you don't have to go like ask it so direct. Um, the, so when, when we put this out, right, we do we do it through video on... Um, we taking a commercial break right now. We we do it on video <laughs> yeah, it's on raw. YouTube. It's raw, right? But we also um, drop audio on Spotify of the interview. Yeah. Okay. And we put together like a playlist uh, of like the music that you talk about in the interview. So it's like you're nice. walking through a life journey of the music that influenced a person through to the music that they made and then end the, end the playlist with like That's the, the, the interview, right? That's the audio, hot. the interview, the video of the interview on YouTube. Um, so what are some of the songs besides the ones that you named, mm. like officially that you would want to be a part of this, the story of you? Not just my joints, my joints or not just know. your joints. No, yeah. What, what, like you're the ones that like, imagine that like this playlist would be like the songs that inspired you or like were influential to you in some way. Like if somebody were to hear a playlist, this is. The soundtrack to the life and times of General Steel, where you can put a couple of your tracks on it, but you should probably have a lot of other people's tracks on it. Damn. Um, that's crazy, man. I can't answer that like in a fucking so interview, man, though. Like, you know what? Thought we have to like. So when you when you if you think about it though, you let us know, and then by the time it drops, yeah. we actually make the play. So it's like a teaser for a future playlist, folks watching. Right. Yeah. Yeah, cause it's a lot, man. Like, you when you ask a question like that for me, all I think about is flipping through the albums, mm. my dad's album, and then, like later on, sitting in um. Evil D crib, Mr. Walt Evil D crib, and flipping through the albums. Word. You know what I'm saying? It was like, almost yo, like a flash. It's scene. a super flash. It's like, whoa, hold up. Like the same moment. How I got here. Right, right, right. I'm, yo, I'm in this place, and it's like, wow, this is wild important right here. So it's like, it's so much information. I sometimes. It just gets beyond me, man. I ain't gonna lie. No, I it's, it's, it, and all of it is great, you know. But I will say one thing, uh, which when I when when I can reach to, uh, specifically because of the Shining album cover, when I was hanging out with um, Baby Paul, salute to Baby Paul, um, and I saw. Ubiquity album, and I'm looking at the cover and the back of the cover, and I'm like, my mind is blown. I'm flipping through his album. I'm sitting on the floor, you know, you and your homie crib, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, bro, we just here, running the stick, going through records, we playing vinyl, you know? We ain't listening to rap. Right, right. 
it's not even the thing to we do. just playing, playing records, records like yo i'm like yo so i'm zoning i'm in this you know what i mean i'm time traveling right now right. i'm like wow like, and then you seeing like things like all right so now you going i right, i'm in a position to not only absorb it but i can utilize some of this stuff and i can teach some of the people who I'm around, right, and go, wow, I learned this. I'm gonna share this and flip it like this. Woo, woo. So. It's an interesting exploration of what happens to people with that question. Honestly, like, um, we used to do this live on Twitch mostly, and um, one of the people that would come through all the time would always, okay, what are your top three favorite influences? Man, I think one in 20 people was ready to go. <laughs> Everyone else kind of stops and has the same look on their face. But people can't articulate what they're hard. feeling in that it's moment. Oh, it's too many. Because you don't want to be like on the yeah, record. It's a disrespect to, to any artist once you name one artist. Right. Yeah. Especially and when there's so many influences and there's so many, you know. But at the end of the day, if you can think about it and we can like come up with a cool experience, it yeah, would just yeah. be something amazing yeah, for the people. I mean, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do it crazy. behind the, we'll behind the scenes, behind though, scene. of course. You know? I, have not, I have no problem with like naming artists, but like you, what type of list you want? Like you want a nah. hip hop list? So, like, no, 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 not at all. It's the more, playlist, the so, playlist like, look so at it, far. Like, we can, let's talk about the playlist so far, right? Fair. The playlist so far have usually started with like some Beatles or some other and then some Michael Jackson, some Prince. Yeah. And then it ends up with the last one with WAB was he ended up with Beastie Boys, Houdini, and Big Daddy Kane, Smith G Rap. And then yeah, he had Smith and Wesson Soundboy Burial. Honestly. He needed Soundboy Burial on his. Soundboy Burial's actually been on the last two um, the two times that we've done this, we just started doing this. That sounds like the same two thing interviews ago. Those guys, <laughs> one of them yeah. is Danny Cortez. Do you, are you familiar with Danny Cortez, the miniature artist that he does like miniatures of like the New train York City, uh, what? Uh, the, the trains? Yeah, uh, yeah. He he was featured on New York Nico. He's pretty popular on social media on IG. He's not familiar. I'll, I'll I'll tag you, um, but um. He essentially um, had you got Soundboy Burial, and then literally the guy right after him, WAB, also wanted Soundboy Burial in there. So it was like two, the two times that we finally started doing this thing that we started talking about, about, because we were getting so much information with people's music that we were like, yo, we should put together a playlist. Yeah. Of the music that they're talking about. So, that like, fuck genres, fuck eras. Like, just the music so that, like, you, that influenced it, your life, yeah, right? Yeah, like, think about and, it, like, think of it, like, start the, like, you know, what's the childhood joints that stand out? What's the, you know, middle, right. you know, as, like, time goes on, just a couple of standout songs at each age era of your life. It's not about genre. It's just more these songs are significant to me for personal reasons or music, whatever. That's the goal. So that when people hear it, it's almost like they hear your perspectives through music. And then it's the... And uh, then usually I put at the end of the playlist is like, here's music from the artist. So like, that's where like five songs from the artist go in. Yeah. And then goes the, the interview. interview, right? I just want to 
my only reservation at this particular moment is because I don't know the songs and I want to make sure I get the right names. With Absolutely, the shit. understood. But I, but but there, there was some, there was definitely some staples that I can just shoot to you. Yeah, we'll follow you know up with me? you for for sure. Absolutely. But one thing I will say is, um, there was a point where some of these DJs start. I don't know. They were just fucking up the game. Okay. They start playing. Uh, they start doing the sample tapes. Remember them shits? Yeah. <laughs> I, yo, I remember the sample tapes, the CD with the everybody original sample was just back to back on it. Man. Uh, I got my hand on a few of those. I'm like, man, them shits is Dirty Harry used to do the thing that Green Lantern did before Green Lantern, Green Lantern was doing it, which Green, was like essentially making almost too. original compositions because he was getting the exclusive either uh, acapella that wasn't out there and then getting an instrumental that wasn't out there, maybe even extending. An, a, like I remember he had a mixtape where he he had the, the Nas's intro from I Am which was really just a beat that he, that Jungle talked over, and he extended it. Had nature acapellas on it. Had not, you know, it was like, whoa, this is like an original song, bro. You made a new original, and uh, now, Dirty think, Harry was doing that before him. Yeah, you know? artificial intelligence is gonna do that on the mass everywhere oh, with man. all the wildest shit. Have you heard about any of these? Uh, AI. Yeah. Man. Did you hear Biggie dissing himself on on hit him up? No. Oh, it's crazy. I would never want to listen. To I did not. I did not. That. I was uh, like, what? I clicked what? on a one too. I'm not with that. City. Nah. What? I'm not. Uh, I have. I have. Uh, I have yet to listen to any, as far as I know. <laughs> AI. I have yet to listen to any AI music. I'm aware of all of that stuff, and I'm like, nah. And I'm a curious cat, too, but I'm good on that, man. I think, like, we work too hard. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still learning about some of the talented artists that, like, like real people. Right. That are dope. You know, and I'm right. embarrassed. Like I want to know their names. Like you know yeah, I'm mean? fucking up by not knowing what's yeah, up with them. So nah, you see I'm the way they're moving. AI stuff, man. We not doing that. Yeah. I appreciate the the focus on people with that. Yeah, I I always say that the, it doesn't matter what. Like even even at its worst, even at its greatest, I don't AI could never do what we do. AI could never create a genre like hip hop. What is AI's AI, thing what, is to keep on recreating what has been created. Clear, so yeah. you could never have the originality as a computer to come up with a genre that doesn't exist. That's a human trait, right? Like the human trait well, is to, here's the thing. Even if the computer generates it, it would require the humans to like popularize it. Like there's always going to be this element of humanity in the equation. Now like I think what they're going to do with people and all that stuff is weird. <laughs> but, like, I, like I think I've thought a bunch about this, and I'm like, you know what AI can't do if we're really talking about this shit for real? It can't sweat on you. 
Like, I know how that sounds, but it can't take its sweaty-ass towel and throw it into the crowd so that a bunch of people who really aren't thinking this through are jumping through <laughs> your sweaty-ass towel. So since AI can't do that, like, really, like, it's not going to replace things. It's just going to oh, be this other... Like, it's like, like already on YouTube, for the last 10 years, there's just been this weird mashup culture that has effectively been these AI songs by these DJs that just, and it just never touched real music. It's just been there. Some people like it. Some people probably don't know it exists. AI songs are going to probably get more of a high profile push, but like, it's never going to be at the bar that you're going to with shoddy, you know, when you're trying to go out and have fun. Yeah, it's like 3D TVs, man. It's like, those shit sound good, but who has a 3D TV? Nobody. Nobody. No. Not at all. Not Even really. 4K is something that, like, I I know enough people not doing good enough to have a 4K TV. Right now, in this day and age, where it's like 4K, all my friends that are, like, 4K, like, cutting edgers, right? Like, so I got friends that are like, nah, son, got I got to keep going bigger and bigger and bigger. And I'm it's like, right. bro, I hear you. Like, every time I go over to their crib for Super Bowl Sunday... Or a big fight night, oh, the man. TV is bigger. And I'm like, damn, <laughs> son, you got a bigger TV? And they like, yeah. And I'm like, word, do you got? Do you feel like you see better? And, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, oh, son. The pixelation. And I'm like, word, I hear yeah. you. But then there's still wild people in the hood that don't even have a 4K TV. Like, they got like a HD 1080p or 720p and they're like, I'm good with this. Like, yo, yeah, yeah, I see everything works. I need to see. I see all the same Netflix. I see all the same uh, whatever <laughs> is the popular show. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I ain't going to front, man. I, that's why I'm talking about the opulence, man. Because, I look, I ain't going to lie, man. I'm victim, man. I want a bigger TV every time. Every time I look at my TV, I'll be like, man, this shit is You need small, a big one? Man. Yeah, I'll be like, yo. <laughs> I got wild homies like. Shorty be like, yo, what are you talking you. about? Like, where you going to put it at? I'm like, yo, right there. It's like, it's a little bit more no, space. Bro, like, I, I, that's, that's the, like, where my TV is, is about as big as it can be. It's not even that big of a TV, but like where we want the TV. Yeah. If we had a bigger TV, we'd start like poking out places. Yo, where, wait, like, time out. Yo, no listen, sense. wait, 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out. I'm, as a kid, I don't know about you guys, man, and anybody that's watching this, but as a kid, I grew up and my TV was on my dresser. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Super when small. Your t- right. <laughs> your TV can fit small. on your... And it got messed up next to it. My TV was essentially about this size in screenage. <laughs> and it fit, it fit on your... It on fit your on, your, on your cabinet. <laughs> yeah. In it's between. Not, no, I definitely had a TV like yay big at one point. That was my starter TV. It, it's, it's when you get like... You know, you you know, you get the mid teens and you think you got your room together and you're like, Word, I'm gonna put my T V here and my Atari or whatever game console, like all of these things like like n- these things have been absorbed into this you talking about AI now. Imagine that. Yep. Like artificial intelligence. Like we're putting it together and and, and now we're going to press a button where think you just wrap up everything and just go, yeah, we're just going to do this for you. 
I don't need you to do this for me. Really, I, I, I'm good doing that. I think we good where we at. I think the conversation, I don't think artificial intelligence could have a conversation about where we from no. in, this, in this dynamics. It could not. In fact, like I, that's what I ask it when I fuck around with it. I'm just like, okay, tell me about yourself. And it's like, as an AI language model, I'm not programmed to have this information. Exactly. But if it I was a person, if you was a person, you would get punched in your eyeball. I'm not computed to compute that. Yeah, you can't. Com- nobody can the compute get punched in it. Computer's not computing at all. Oh, not computing. Yeah, but the, but you gotta love like the you know the the the, the push, the drive to even like uh, imitate humans like. Like humans are dope. Like what 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 was what we should do is just get to know each other more. Mm, you know, nice. this is what I this is what I learned from being able to go out in the world. You know, like and and hip hop allows me to do that. You know, I'm not a right. translator. I'm not a, uh, a teacher or this wild crazy professional guy. But music and just my interest and my love for it. You are though. You're an ambassador. Right. So you can say all of that. You can say that, but initially... It was just you know, rapping. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Give thanks, though. You know what I mean? But, I, you know, I, I'm you know, I'm going, you're right, every opportunity is another a chance to learn another language or learn more uh, about language, about communication. About people. About like, people, yeah. Culture, like, and, yeah. Like we all have our, like patterns of our lives and stuff, so it's like we talk to everybody about their childhood and the early parts, and while everybody's story is different, there are these like commonalities. Like there is a good chance that whatever the fuck you wanted to do when you was five is what you're doing when you're fifty, in some capacity or another. It might be a little hobby, it might be like even just something you watch on YouTube, but there's some like connection, you know, to the stuff that you loved when you're little, and that's almost everybody. I've ever talked to about this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, interesting, too, because you can learn from all of this stuff. You watch, like, how other people's successes and failures play, and it's like reading a book, but, like, in real life, and instead of just seeing what the author put, you can just be like, okay, but let's let's talk about that little part a little bit more. And it's, mm-hmm. like, fucking fire to me. Because yeah. you can't get that, like, just from an AI. or Even social media is weird. Like, I find chatting, like, a superficial version of this and it just doesn't connect the same. None, I feel like none of it... Listen, I socialize. I'm uh, coming through battle rap and having such a, like, not, right? Like, we're not looked at like, oh, the high... It, it took a while for it to get there to where it's at now where we're looked at with the reverence of, like, oh, almost the same thing as, like, Got the guys that are on the radio, right? But right. like having come up communicating with all the fans, uh, having your failures, your high moments, your low moments, all in the public eye. Uh, there's no hiding, right? There's no, there's no like, oh, you're too good for no. It's like, yo, I'm communicating with everybody, all good. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, uh, uh it's crazy. It's crazy that you even 
oddly enough, because I understand what you're saying, but every dude that rap watch that shit. I like, all the rappers watch the battle rap. I shit. know. So whether it's, it's not, I know it. Why is it not, right. whatever? Yeah. It's like, I don't take that personally <laughs> at all, right? But it, 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 there is a yeah, thing like that a weird dynamic. Like, like that's how it looks at. makes total sense to me, though, right? Because I didn't get into battle rap until I met this guy, and he's like, Here's your first injury, one of your first ones. Iron Solomon, have fun, go Google. Deadass. I know who the fuck Iron Solomon was. Iron Solomon is, yeah, he's didn't know who beast. he was. At all. <laughs> Not at all. So then you get into battle rap and you realize, like, this is a high effort thing to consume in real yeah. time. And, like, to be able to listen to a full battle and, like, consume it all in one take and catch it. Like, you got to know everything about rapping. You got to know how to break down multis and fucking everything in real time. And so the rappers, especially the more successful ones, y'all are literally the most knowledgeable motherfuckers on the subject. So you get it instantly. The average person, bro, they can't be following. It's like, I okay, because I live in Montreal too, so I get exposed to French battle rap. I, I don't speak French well enough. To understand jokes to enjoy and humor. So rounds. to me, it's just French guys talking <laughs> French at each other. <laughs> I know they're really good. And when there's subtitles and I can like read along, I can then have it easier for me to catch the bars and shit. But like, it's like that for the average person hearing battle rap. They're like, okay, they're rapping good, but like, okay. And they don't get it. None That's it. real. None of the things you appreciate. It just makes it exciting. Like, yo. Of course, like sometimes I listen to music that's, you know, uh, artists from different countries. I don't understand their language, but, I, you know, I can listen to the intensity and it's like, yeah, I feel, I feel like I can understand them. Like I might not know what they're talking about, but I feel like I can understand them. You know, if I feel like I li- if I listen to this long enough, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to know exactly what they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I feel that. And I'm like, maybe, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe that's the same thing when people go to, uh, you know, to, to Smith & Wesson shows. You know, it's like, there's no, there's no line of notes with lyrics in our, you know, albums. You know, we don't even do that anymore. Everybody's trying to save paper. You know, it's just like, and that was from that era, and even then in that era, was on every album, right? Like, there's a yeah, but we love we love liner notes, man. Yeah. Can you remember remember when some of the albums really had that? Like, if you oh, if you still got any album CD or vinyl that still got couple, that, you like, yeah, couple, that's a worth a lot of money right there. You I <laughs> CDs, no, yeah, not like, like Even CDs. to that end, right? Like with music, you're going to hear your project over and over and over again. I will inevitably be able to memorize your song if I hear it enough. And because it's music, it's like, it's got all these extra elements to it that make it, I guess, easier. Mm-hmm. So even like Black Dot, when he going in over a beat, there's still the beat to like give you that thing to like go back with if you're not catching stuff and you're feeling confused a bit. So like with Battle Rap though, like you be watching this one time, and it's it's a lot. And if you go live, it's one time live, and there's people all around you. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> like, that's what we call the pit. <laughs> yeah, the pit. I always like I like in battle rap a lot to boxing and UFC because it's a one time thing. It's not like comedy 
where I could go and perform the same bit over and over and over and over again. It's like a fight where like, yo, I either get punched in my face or he gets punched in his face. One of us is going to come out of here victorious. Our crews can't save us. We in this pit by ourselves. Like, we might have the deepest crew in the world and your crew might be with you. But, he can be by himself and take away all the energy that your crew brought with you if you're not prepared for you know, I watched that happen what once. your opponent is ready to you know do against you. Yeah. It's it's so it really is like, and then I say it's like MMA because I think of MMA as like UFC, even though UFC really isn't all MMA, right? But like they're like the URL of MMA, right? Like they're the most popular league in MMA, right? And nobody gets out of the UFC without losing. <laughs> Everybody's gonna like, yo, you could be the most, some, you're gonna end up losing, you know what I'm saying? For the most part. And that's battle rap too, you know? Like, you don't get out of the shit unscathed. Everybody loses at some point. I think it's all champions, man. I, all that, when I look at the cats in the battle rap, man, I salute all them cats, man. And the females as well, man, like, yeah, and the females as well. Like, to be able, like you said, like, to be able to do that, like, of course, in real time, and, like, to memorize certain things. Like, it's a couple of people who I've watched do that. Like, I've seen Rock Miss Marshall do that sometimes. I've seen DDS Rebel do some of that. And I'm like, man, I don't want that gig. So it's like when you talk about reverence, right, it's like nah, yo, it's great. Like Rock judged two of my battles. Yeah, yo. So and he and he's a monster. He's a monster for real, for real. Yeah, like, nah, he's, he's like, a super monster. He's super like monster. he love. He's like he's he loves that. He right. loves to watch it and study and like yeah. So yeah, I like how son did that with the. The world the double at the time. Like he'd be watching that like a scientist. I'm like, yo, he's in his home. That's right. his backyard. See, that's so. what I mean. Super like high effort like thing to be a fan of. Like yeah. and it's a beautiful thing to be a fan of. But even sports, like I tried one time I got really into hockey, but it I was obsessed. Like you gotta follow the news. It's like it's a serious to me, like sports is a time commitment. And if you're not willing to make that time commitment, you're not really following sports. You're just watching games here and there. Yeah. You're not you're not in the know. You don't understand what's happening in the Hip hop is not like that because hip hop is everywhere. Right. So it's like you are in that. Right, you want to train? You hearing something? You you wherever you at walking around? You can't escape hip hop right now. You can't. Now. You cannot. You know, you all, my, you know, all the moms are on board. The, the the fucking grocery stores are on board. I done seen like Arby's. I think has a rap song or something like. Nah, it's the fiftieth anniversary. So, uh, or the fiftieth anniversary. So like that's why you think it is. Things, well, no, they're announcing it as the fiftieth anniversary, right? Um. So, corporations are looking to jump into it the way corporations jump into... I got the fucking munchies, man. You ain't got like... We don't, but you know what? There's a Gucci Frito spot down the block. I got some food over there. We're going to take a fucking break soon. I need a fucking munch Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yo, this... I, I, I'm Listen, thinking about all different kind of fucking munchies right now. I just want there's, some donuts. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's okay, a, let's just let's run this because this would be like an excellent TikTok-y moment. What is <laughs> General Steele's favorite munchie moment? Like right now, what would you eat if you could? Oh, man. 
Oh. Right now, munchies, munchy moments. Wow, that's crazy because for me, like, normally I'm making my own food, man. But if, like, if a piece of spot was open, I would get a slice, a nice New York slice and some Zeppo leaves, you know what I'm saying? A six pieces of Zeppo leaves, you know, that's just fried dough with, 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 with powdered sugar on it. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like, that's sort of junk food kings and, and you know, just keep it real simple and greasy with a root beer. Something Make sure you said everything, anything you want to talk about, anything, because we we was just talking. But it might be some anything specific. This is the show. This is the show, right? Yes, your conversation was the blessing. I think that honestly, like we basically the way it works. That's what the man them say. No, but like the whole goal is to get you to a point where you're gonna talk like that, and usually it just takes people an hour to warm up, and so like. It's just it's called perspectives, and you just offered. You gave us all your so perspectives. many perspectives. You offered so much wisdom. Thanks. All of them. Yeah, thanks. I think that people watching this are gonna be able to like be inspired by it See. because like being around somebody like you who has such a success and like you're able to get like over a hundred people to pull up in a blizzard like, bro, that's some serious Ooh. shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. It was, and, and like that kind that's of, and it was all I'm gonna write a split to that one right there, cause man, we seen it with our own eyeballs. And it was like with all like and everywhere, like the internet Good fucks thing. with you. I used to do album reviews, and I never got to a Smith and Wesson album when I was running that. But I used to get requests for your shit like every week. Yeah, no, it's, it's every a, it's fucking a week. And then to meet you and see you're like the humblest, coolest dude. Ever like just just and like so my origin story with me and this guy. Oh no, I already know it. I mean, listen, we've met before in passing quickly. We good, we we straight. Like when when he told me his encounter meeting you, I was like, absolutely legit. Man, man has always seemed like a very nice, kind person. You know what I mean? I'm also not the type. You know, where we come from, we don't come from... So wait, I'm, we, we calm, but we not nice. Exactly. That's how it go? <laughs> Boom! That's how it go, right? We calm, but we not, not nice. But we like it. So, oh, I'm so not nice. Lord so, of mercy. I got nah. so much drama. But, <laughs> but it's also one of those things. Listen, everything that you said in the interview, right? I can tell that when you are abroad... For as much frustration as you might feel because things are taking too long, you're also considerate and respectful of people's homes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't consider you, I don't think of, before tonight, right, I've already, this is the world that we live in, right? And I've, I've been uh, in the independent scene in New York City for many years, right? So, again, and I've met you before, but in passing, not a, 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 formal uh where we can actually exchange names and have a conversation that matters of any sort right um but you always carried yourself with respect 
You always were. Yeah, thanks. That's a, that's a reputation that that is preceding you. Yeah, thanks. You know thanks. what I'm saying? So that's like you know, it don't matter that we kind, not nice. You don't gotta be nice when you kind. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'd rather you be kind yeah, you ever, than for you to be nice. Because really, nice is a little I, fake. You know what I mean? Nice is a little fake. But if you really run the etymology of nice, it derives from a word that is literally foolish. And then it's defined in English now as pleasant and agreeable. So how could you be pleasant and agreeable all the time and still be an honest person? Nah. It, it's and you, so, like, so like you can you can have moments that are nice. In fact, your kindness creates nice moments, but it's not like a prerequisite to being a human. But it makes sense though, right? When you think about when people say, "Be nice," mm-hmm. this is like a charge, right? It's like you're saying you can say some real stuff, and it's like right, whatever you're saying is like put that away. Be nice. Nine times out of ten, when I've been told to be nice, it's because somebody's being delicate about me being truthful. Right. I I have to be pleasant and agreeable. Like that's what be nice means. If like you, if there's no other definition, it's that's the whole thing on Google when you Google the fucking word. <laughs> like there's nothing else. There's no wiggle room here. Nice means pleasant and agreeable. So when you're rapping nice, it's pleasant and agreeable, pleasant which is why they say be nice in that so regard. I, I, I have the the liberty and the freedom to say what the fuck I want to say. And if people don't like it, they don't got to listen. Which is great. So I don't, like, I'm not here to be nice and agreeable. Right. Right? But I'm, but I'm conscious when I meet people and when I speak to people to present myself in a way. Like, I'm not, we're not doing the fake stuff. Right. We're not being nice. If no. it comes across kind, that's the most valuable Thing impression you're going to get. And, and that's not going to be fake. So when I see the Genuine. homie, I'm like, yo, bro, me and him <laughs> kicking it outside like in the snow like this. Like, right. yo, bro. Nah, he told me about the, the thunder. He told me that ice was falling off a building and the trees were falling over from being frozen. To which I was like, yeah, see, that's different. I've never seen that in New I've York never City. seen that. I've never seen us get so cold that a tree like, the bridge is going to start coming out of the sky right there. It wasn't that hurricane season. It wasn't that cold. That's what I'm like, saying. In hurricane season, I've seen trees fall over. In We've seen, I've seen trees fall over, but not from frozen. That's she's, different. She's just like... That's a different building? Movie. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like... What? That's no, crazy. not even sliding on the building. They're just falling out the middle of the... I mean, they probably coming off the, the, off the top, but the way they just coming down, it's like... <laughs> a really whole like sheet that. of ice just... It was really like that. Like, I, it's no exaggeration. It's Any not, minute now... Transformers or the Avengers of somebody. Yeah. Nah, it's but a, it, it, it's tri- it's trippy because it's like, you know, our imagination allow us to have fun with that moment. Right. You know, right. we know what it is, but we still going like, yo, this is wow, fam. You no, know? and I, I can't think about like me and you know living in Brooklyn, like seeing snowstorms was always fun as a kid. Right. And like. I haven't really seen one that I appreciated as an adult. 
Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, uh, that will wild you enough yeah. to make you be like, yo, what like, what is this? Fuck? What is this mush? What is this bullshit? What is this? It was, it was a moment. Nah. Yeah. Was, I will never forget that <coughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. Unforgettable. We in Montreal, the trees is like it's looking like a winter wonderland. Only it's springtime. <laughs> it was <laughs> like y'all gotta understand. <laughs> April fifth. <laughs> it's April 5th, and the week before, it was, I don't know how to do he this. He was rollerblading and skating outside. It was outside. like 60 Yo. or something. <laughs> I, I, I get crazy in the Northeast, for real. I remember those days. My birthday's the 19th, so I remember those days specifically, like, where I was just like, bro, wait, what? Because like, you got to understand, it, like... Why was it nice? Like, like or, the day before, you're in, like, a tank top and shit, <laughs> and then the next thing you know, the cheese is falling over, and yeah. you're like, and then there's no power for two days, and you're like... Right, yeah, he that, was, that part. And then, yeah, yeah you guys, like... He was like, online, and I was like, bro, you living in a third world country. I'm <laughs> in Montreal. What's happening in Montreal, bro? Like, no, nah, this cannot be. Because uh, he was like, because first it was the, the, the power, and then what was it that happened? Just multiple power. He had, he had a couple issues happen. It was like and I was starting to worry for Montreal. I was like, Montreal became a third world country. And we just got it. Like, because uh, yeah. it wasn't just that. It was just a lot of power outages and, and things like that. And you're like, yeah. hold on. Like, and he's like, New York doesn't have power outages. And I'm like, I Googled it. It does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, to be fair, it does. He's like, I haven't had a blackout since 2000. I have to fact check this. Sometimes New Yorkers, when they talk about New York, you're like, let me fact check this New York fact that a New Yorker is telling me. You should do that. Nah, that's cool, man. Yo, nah, but, definitely, but I had fun. Like it was dangerous as fuck. It was, right. but was. it was great though. You know, because you knew everybody that was there was, was 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 up for the ride. Yeah, it's like fuck it, yo, fuck it. And we made it to that bitch. And then the next show, the next day, got canceled, which was terrible because it was the Weed Wonderland. Ooh, I was looking forward to that. I was like, Brother, yes. like I was in the, I was in my hotel right. room like this. Yeah, and it's like he's, no, we haven't swung up. No, what? Yo, right, I have it's an issue. I'm like, I'm sitting there, and then it's supposed to be postponed, and then I heard it's supposed to still happen one day, and this, that, the next thing, and I'm like, ah, man, that would have been a good time because, like, yo, they're they're like hospitable, <laughs> is what we experienced. Yeah. I mean, that's another part of it, but at the same time, we was in a good place. Yeah, it was fun. And y'all, like, were downtown where it wasn't the miserable powder. Oh, it's downtown Montreal? No, they were downtown. Yeah, But it was still people that had no, didn't have power. No, of course. But yeah. downtown's always going to have power. Yeah. Right. Well, you guys, you guys were okay. You guys were okay. But, um... Yo, yeah, no, I appreciate you like you so coming and doing this for real. Like, for being guys. so it's a big deal. generous with your time, bro. For real, like for real. Back sure, home, man. motherfuckers just like, yo, for real, that's Rick for real. Like, cause, yo, like people like people like love your music. Like, oh, in my little like squad of us and our little group chat, like, bro, like people be like riding to Smith and Wesson on a daily. Like, I got friends, like people I rap with that. Daily listen to your music. Yo, shout out Smoking Ink. Like, yeah, they'd be that's, like that. that's, that's across the board. And like that's they, they people yeah, appreciate yeah. you like so much. And then like yo, you gotta understand. For me, coming from Montreal, coming from my background, like 
this is such an illogical, plausible, whatever, 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 to be in this moment. And it's such a huge blessing. And I'm like, I'll never uh, forget it. And I appreciate it from the bottom of my yeah, heart. Likewise, respect and love, man. Because this is what, that's what it's supposed to do, really. Yeah. We say, like, 360 degrees back home. True say we're talking about our own journey. Right. But along our journey, we meet people along our journey that, that help us to, to be more complete and whole. You know? Right. So it's like, man, I, you know, I, I, I think about the, the younger years when you just, just gunning. Right. You not you don't give a fuck about me. Nobody. You just like, all right, what I was popping with shorties at what the fucking what what do wow doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. but then it's like, all right, at some point you're like, damn, you start meeting people like, all right, you remember, you remember me in um nineteen ninety nine? Like what? So I was wild. I was wild. I didn't remember nothing. I was wild. Damn, nah, fam, nah. You had to be close, like, nah. Yeah, like, no, I, I, I can empathize actually because I remember while in in the late nineties, right? That's my like, and forget it. Yeah. I was fucking. I so, stay so, saying so, it like it's yo. A blessing I met you when I did. Nah, but this is the thing. Like, we're learning how to document our, our stuff. Because mm. other than that, like, we all well, we I don't know. Maybe maybe you guys watch Wow Style, you know? Like, you got all these different documentaries about hip-hop and graffiti and, and breakdancing and, like, you tap into... I remember watching a documentary about hip-hop when I was in France. Right. Like, I wasn't watching that in my crib, but... <laughs> Like right. these cats was watching it, and I was like, "Wow, this is kind of dope." <laughs> you know I'm like, "Holy shit!" I felt like such the, an this asshole. documentary you know about where I'm from is like incredible. where I'm from, but they watching it here and they was into it. Like, you know, what I'm I saying? watch uh, oh, that the no, one bro, on like, Netflix. They're so uh, good. What's the like, one on Netflix called? The major one on Netflix. I forget. Hip hop evolution. Hip hop evolution. Mm-hmm. That's a Canadian. It's a few things that that do it. The whole show is Canadian. I honestly, I didn't end up running the idea, but I thought about just doing a thing where on Discord or something, you know, gating it a bit. People pay $5 to be in the club, and then I rent some fucking documentary on hip hop and we watch it once a week. (laughs) And like, yo, I guarantee you, these types of clubs and shit are really like. Yeah, you want to put that. You will win on. though. You will win because there's so many. Like you can put on. Look, and there's I'm so many. To, I could give you a bunch of names of movies, but uh, you know some cats is already digging. You know some people are already digging and they know they got their own history books. There. They're like, nah, I already know that. I already got that. I already did that. The thing, you know. So they want to see the what's real. They want to see the real, the real. You know, and that's it's like you could do that part of where you like. Uh, you know, you you curate in the old stuff, or what you guys is doing, which is like bringing new, fresh content, new fresh conversation. Because nine times out of ten, an artist is not really, you know, uh, it's not enough time to talk about like right. your your back your background like that. Right. Outside of the music that that brings you to the music, like how you do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Bring me 360, like bring me, put me in, bring me in, bring me close. Right. Let me get a little cyber hug for the people. That, you know. 
All that other stuff. Other than that, we just talk to him. We just talking at him. Right. Yeah, I do this. I do that. Yo. By the way, buy my stuff, and I'm coming out with the new. Like, listen. Whatever I'm coming out with. There'll be space and time for that. Yeah, we'll get in the space and time for that. But I feel like definitely these. This is what we right like. This is what's always been missing. Yeah. Salute, like a little bit of a personal guys, touch. Yeah. Salute, to you, you, Salute to you, brother. Thank you so much for, again for you being Word. so generous with your time. It really is a blessing. We really like, do appreciate this it. This is like hours. Yes, like, no, absolutely. Big blessing, man. And we're going to end it here. We're going to catch the promo and then we're going to get you some food. Facts. So, y'all, just to do the proper closing, thank y'all for watching this too because really without you, there's no show. We appreciate y'all coming through. So, make sure to comment. So let us know what you think, you know, make That's sure. That's his camera. I'm like, yo, I'm like, wait. Do what's up, do what's up for this camera. Yeah. Hold on, like, we're just the show, bro. We're going to do the real plugs after. Thank y'all for watching. Patreon.com slash perspective. Spelt is the channel below if you want to give that money and all that shit. I know that, I guess that's the camera. I don't know where the fuck this I'm looking. This one would be it. That's where I'm looking. Bear with us, okay? We're learning and growing. So I'm so I'm you just I'm this right here. Relax. <laughs> Appreciate everyone. Amazing things. Links in description. General Steel and shit. I love this ad living. Fucking, I don't know, bro. Live long and prosper, everyone. This is fucking great. Slitty. Podcast. Slitty. Podcast. Slitty. Podcast. Slitty.